Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hello, I'm Derek Hagen, big stock writer from Star Wars A New Hope. And you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. This is Josh from TheForce.net. When you get online, be sure to stop by the number one fan site for Star Wars for your daily dose. Our Star Wars news is updated literally a dozen times a day. We cover everything from the upcoming Episode 3 to the latest video games and collecting news. If it's connected to Star Wars, you'll find it on TFN. Post your thoughts about Star Wars. React to the latest news in the Jedi Council forums. Over 10,000 posts a day. Stop by our side of the internet, theforce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The cognitive tractor beam is pulling us in. 
You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This is Will Mutez. I am also joined by my friend, the producer, Lunatic. Hello, everybody. And, of course, my friend, Kit Fisto, at the right by my side. Hello, hello. Today, there's going to be a lot of stuff to be discussed. I, I just love doing the mean gene thing. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> we're going to be talking about the 2004 Star Wars Fan Films Awards. And, of course, we're going to do our own little Star Wars on Direct Fan Film Awards. Our secondary subject will be politically incorrect. Probably. Most probably. We're still, like, pondering, but it should include something about freedom of speech in yeah. it. Let's just keep it to that. Of course, we've got our regular segments, Hyperspace, the Star Wars Miscellaneous News, the Community Update, and right now we're going to go to my friend Kit Fisto, who's going to tell us how you can contact us. You can send us an email by, going, by sending an email to studio at swendirect.com. You can uh, reach us by MSN by adding the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your buddy list. You can go to our webpage, which has multiple things open to you, including a webcam, chat, and a news group. So you uh, can get news a news newsletter, and you can get updates when they are immediately when they are posted on the website. So that is www.sdswendirect.com. Yeah. For those wondering, on the webcam, on the left is Sebastian, and on the right is me. And to quote our friend, the uh, Three Stokes movie, right now, Brian Kidfisto's having a really bad helmet hair day. <laughs> I just had to mention, that's why he's not on the webcam today, ladies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, we're going to go on and talk about our little movie reviews. Today, we're going to be talking, well, my friends are going to be talking about iRobot. Because I hadn't seen it yet Because I've been so freaking busy <laughs> In the past few weeks I missed the premiere Which really bumped me out So Here Let's go. go with Lunatic Okay uh, Basically the story is Detective Spooner Who is played by Will Smith uh, Who is a guy that doesn't appreciate uh, Technology Let's say And uh, I don't I don't. I will not tell you why You will see it uh, When you go to see the film uh, he is guided uh, to uh, an investigation where a robot supposedly, supposedly has killed the creator of the new uh, robot, uh, robot the model. NS5. NS5, that's it. Uh, contradicting one of the three ro rules that uh, a robot will not arm a human being. The laws of yep. robotics. Yep. Do you know which are the laws of robotics? Yes, I do. Go ahead. I've got them right here, so... Be careful. <laughs> a robot. Well, the third law is that a robot will must protect itself uh -huh. by any means necessary. If, if it, it doesn't it conflict with yeah. the first two laws. Yeah. There you go. The That's second law is a robot must obey a human. Yes. As long as it doesn't conflict with the first law. And the first law is a robot may not hurt a human through action or inaction. 
or a low in a human to come to harm. There you go. Yeah. Man, you get yeah. good memory. No, I just read the book. That's it. Oh, just okay. read the book. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> okay. Well, I read the book before seeing the movie. Uh, the Asimov book, book or the, the adaptation as- of the, the Asimov movie? book. Okay. There's no adaptation of okay. the book. Like it has Will Smith on the cover and stuff. But it's Asimov's it's, story. It's, it's the real story. Okay. It's actually a few stories. Okay. And Susan Calvin's in it, and Lanning, and all those guys. But that doesn't. None of that happens. Mm-hmm. But there is one robot that does go missing in the one of the stories, featuring the NS5s. Okay. But the thing with the NS5s is that they, one of them is removed. They're um, the part of the first law where it says where they can do no harm, or they can they cannot through their inaction let humans come to harm. That part's taken out for a reason in the book. Okay. So this robot gets a command to hide, go away, get lost, you're being annoying. So it hides with all these other NS5s, and that's where that scene is in the movie where they you Will Smith is in the big room, and there's all these big NS5 a lot of all the NS5s. Anyway, I found that the movie was like the opposite message of the book. Okay. Like in the book, they say robots are good and they're gonna help us. <laughs> in the movie, they say they're gonna take us over. Yeah. But to protect us. But to protect us. But isn't that what a dictatorship is? Yeah. But but and in, should in, you know about dictatorship yeah, of all but, people? But in the in the uh, in the book, I think they they don't mention. But they, the there are no there are no robots on Earth. None. Oh. There are no robots on Earth. They're it's against the law to have a robot on yeah, Earth. But they're not controlling politics and. Well, there are there are machines, okay. which is just a brain that calculates how to keep. The, the economy running okay. well. Okay. That's that's all they do. So it's not an action. It's kind of like that, <laughs> that big computer core in the movie. Okay. But not psychopathic. Okay. <laughs> Hello, David. Kind of like that. <laughs> anyway, I re- I really enjoyed it. Yes, me too. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's just Asimov would is spinning in his grave yeah. right now. It, it, it's if they had taken, if they'd yeah. taken his name away from it, I think he would have enjoyed it. Yeah, it would have been, been so it's bad a, for it's him. It's an entertainment adaptation of the book. Yes, it's not at all like the book. Yeah, that's it. So go they see. They took it. some elements from yeah. it, but that's it. Yeah. Spooner isn't even in the book yeah. at all. The effects are, are are great. You know the uh, the yeah. guy who, the guy who played the uh, the robot is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what is this his name? I, uh, I forget, but his name is Sonny in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk, Tudyk. It was cool. Yes. So I enjoyed that's it. Basically, it. I also saw it before. Sunset. Go see it. I yeah. I saw DVD before. DVD or uh, yeah, no, I'd see it in the theater. Yeah. It's theater worth. Yes. Yeah. Matinee. Yes. Matinee. Matinee. Great, uh, great uh, chasing scenes and everything. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing on Thursday, before I go to the premiere of the Village with my friend Kit Fisto right here, <laughs> so we can talk about it on the next Star Wars on the yes. <laughs> I will go uh, by myself. Paying the I also I also saw uh, Polly Shore's new movie. Okay. It was, I was at the world premiere. Yes, okay. and I also saw Before Sunset. Two very well. Before Sunset is like an indie movie, philosophical movie. 
Danny didn't want to go see it because he thought it was a chick flick. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I forgive you, Danny. And then uh, Polly Shore is dead. It was okay. He needs to get a good DP for his next movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. his shots aren't pretty. <laughs> so you know you know where to send your your CV. That's good. Yeah, I'm not that good at DP. <laughs> I'm sure you could manage. I could manage this, but yeah. So was Polly Shore like as usual, pal? Polly Shore. He's kind of like. He split the personality. Spaced out. Yeah. He, he, he looks spaced out, yes. <laughs> he's goofy, he's funny. But he did a good movie, and he made it under a million, and he's... I don't know, like, I hope it relaunches his career, but I don't know if it's powerful enough to relaunch his career. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from Kit Fisto's voice. We hope that Polly Shore the Weasel will work his way back into Hollywood. Yeah, I hope so. That's cool. Did you speak to him? Yeah, I met him and there was a Q&A and stuff. He made it for under a million dollars. Oh, cool. But that's a lot of money. He said just under a million dollars. That's a lot of money. That's it. So, take it set. So right now we're going to go to a short musical break, first things first, right? And uh, we will be listening to Radiohead and Optimistic and we'll be right back with Kitfish and the people in chat, Star Wars on Direct.
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Nothing changes. Tyrants rule. The dead are gone. Guilt permeates. In their absence, we beg the universe to accept the deeds of the desperate. I'm surprised to see you here. Transglobe has been targeted by rebels for an action today. Now. Again. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Transglobe has been acting as a front for Lord Bendis' primary Imperial safe home. The Emperor bears what keeps his agents in prime form to do his will. We are all this galaxy has left. Next time on Star Wars Nothing Changes. Yes, Captain. We've intercepted a rebel broadcast. Here it is. And welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, everybody. This is Lonita is accompanied by the... Rebels come. They are in this system. I will deal with them myself. The Emperor himself has requested your presence about this matter. Prepare my shuttle. Yes, my lord. bidding, my master. There is a great disturbance on the internet. I have built it. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Can we communicate to all the Star Wars fans through this show? Not yet, my master. Some fans have never heard the show. They will. It is inevitable. We can use the Force to make these rebel fans tune in live and then take control of Star Wars fandom. 
they will listen to Star Wars on direct or be destroyed, my master. Good, good. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> This is Stephen Barnes, author of the new Clone Wars Star Wars novel, The Cestus Deception, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. What you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, before the uh, Stephen Barnes presentation, was actually the Star Wars on Direct commercial. Yeah, the parody. The parody commercial, which will be heard uh, somewhere Hopefully. in the galaxy. Far? No, actually very close. Bye. Pretty soon. But now, two matters at hand. We will now have to go on and move on to the hyperspace segment of the show. I have to list people in the chat first, Bastion. But before I go to the hyperspace segment, <laughs> Gusto will, <laughs> will say hi to everyone who's in the chat right now, especially two special guests. So go ahead. Dalsh, Jedi Lukes, uh, Kraktoiska, Raven, Septarian, Snide, Surfrat, Siabi, Tigerclaw, Trace Stokes. So, Surfrat and Trace Stokes are actually two of the fan film makers of uh, this year's fan films awards. Yes. Uh, Trace Stokes did win something, I believe. Yes. But sadly enough, Surfrat didn't. I believe he should have. Yes. I liked Star Spores. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I also like Barn Wars. <laughs> So it's it's like very like difficult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a good chicken. I yes, you are. I especially <laughs> like the chick for Anakin. That was really really funny. But first, we're gonna go to the Star Wars hyperspace segment. How that works is that we're gonna tell you people we're gonna begin the hyperspace segment. You will down, you will therefore be able to lower your volume down if you do not want to hear any spoilers about Episode Three, especially now today after the Comic Con uh, just passed by. We got a couple of few interesting things to say. Um, just a few. Just a few, of course, yes, just a few. And, um, of course, we would uh, like to mention the fact that you do not discuss any spoilers in the first chat room of Star Wars on Direct. If you do want to discuss any spoilers, you should move yourself to My Room 1, uh, where you can feel free to discuss any spoilers with anyone from Star Wars on Direct in the chat room. If you want to discuss uh, spoilers in the forums all, all over the Internet, you can do so in the Spoilers Allowed forums. Please do not go into unspoiled forums and spoil everyone. That is not cool for them. And uh, we're going to begin the hyperspace segment right about now. Oh, crap. The Phantom Jumper to hyperspace on my mom. All right, stand by. And I'll let the producer inform the fans in the chat that we actually will be doing a 15-minute long uh, hyperspace today. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention it earlier. So, the sixth web documentary is on available for everyone on the StarWars.com website, Video Village, will, will, which will make you jealous of any home, home, the th home theater yeah. out there. It's, you just want this as your home theater. 
Two new null visions have came out ever since the, our last show. One is actually the Corridor of the Tentive Four, which uh, Darth Vader will break through in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Second one, <laughs> and it's really it's really cool. And one of the Comic Con uh, pictures that actually was released in in review with that is uh, Hennigan standing into that that same corridor on the Tentive Four. It's it's mind-boggling because you know it's like Darth Vader standing there <laughs> a couple of years later. Yeah. So, it's kind of fun. Of course, there's also another scene where, uh, the scene number two, where we see uh, the speeder of Bail Organa, and you can go around and zoom in, and it's really, no visions are really cool. I just <laughs> love them so much. You just, like, fly around for about two hours with those little things. Two hours? Yeah, that's why I don't have any time left. Okay. <laughs> now uh, I understand. Of course, you see Jimmy Smith and three of the cameras filming. Uh, there's another uh, camera that actually films the senator inside the, uh, the, the speeder, but you don't see it because it's too small. Two uh, before-the-helmet images. One was of the, uh, the outside of the Jedi Starfighter uh, pilot hood, let's call it this way. But basically, all you could see was just little TIE fighter frame with some wings. So it was <laughs> exciting. And, uh, of course, you had uh, the one that just came out before uh, Comic-Con, which was Yoda sitting in a chair with, Obi- with, with Obi-Wan, at, or not facing us, but it is, is back facing us. Mm. So they were discussing... Back to us. Back to us, thank you. They were discussing grave uncertainties, so what are we going to do with the kids, man? It's like the mother's dead. Yeah. It's like, who's going to take the twins? Eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back rib. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry, you know. It's pretty tight. Of course, Natalie, Jimmy, and Carolyn <laughs> talked about episode three. Uh, website zapped to it uh, who had an interview with Natalie Portman uh, in which she talked about the additional shooting for episode 3 Natalie was not certain of what will be filmed Um, she basically said I'm not too sure it could be all just like a shoot a scene where I'm walking or just a scene of my hands it could be just like something totally new I have no idea I'm going to be just as surprised as you will so I think it's going to be very interesting if she hasn't received any script. It's probably a good sign that they're just going to do reshoots and not like shooting new scenes. Jimmy Smith, who was on Conan O'Brien, actually talked about episode 3 as well. He mentioned that uh, his character has an action sequence, but no lightsaber combat. Of course, uh, that's one of the things that that he told Conan, is that the first thing that George Lucas told him when he called him to offer the role of Bail Organa is, no, you will not use a lightsaber. <laughs> Which is kind of sad. I mean, I'm not sure if I would have said yes. You know, you're gonna be Bail Organa. Yeah, okay. I don't get to use a lightsaber, and I get to be blown up on my planet. Huh. Okay, it's Star yeah, Wars. Okay, sure. <laughs> Star Wars, man. And of course, uh, Jedi Mania website actually uh, had an interview with the actr- the actress Carolyn de Souza Correa, who plays the, the assistant of Bail Organa. She says, my character is the assistant of Bail Organa, therefore, majority of my scenes are with Jimmy Smith. I'm his personal assistant and his bodyguard. My duty is to protect him. I'm always at his side, especially when the security is primordial. But when I was outside of the studio, I was basically most, I was spending most of my time with Aiden Christensen. Because, you know, he was staying, like, not too far away from me. And we almost have the same age, so... Love is in the air. 
Carolyn mentions also <laughs> Carolyn also mentions the fact that she doesn't know the entire scenario of the movie. The only part of the scenario she knows is the one she saw, uh, the, the one she saw with her character in it. So, and images, 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 ladies and gentlemen, tens and tens of images just came out. There was images of the starfighter, the Jedi starfighter, and there was the actual. Um, if you happen to have the access to the Star Wars hyperspace, uh, which I like highly recommend, you know, still, because they got like 43 images of Kashyyyk right now on there from, from Comic-Con, which are really cool to look at. Uh, but they also have the Insider Online, what was it? It's like the Insider Extra Online content or something like yeah. that on the hyperspace uh, portion of the StarWars.com website. And basically you can see all the images that are going to be in the Star Wars Insider yeah. number 77, which is not yet shipped. <laughs> oh, or just no? like started like Friday or something. The problem is, that yeah. I, I think probably they put the image online because they, wa- they were leaked. <laughs> the image were so already they, they leaked. said, oh, okay, uh, so we'll give them this the hyperspace member. This is just like really sad. Of course, there's a promotional image of seven Wookiees, R2-D2 into the Jedi Starfighter of Anakin. There, you could see the Starfighter of Obi-Wan with R4 on the ship, if you take a good look at. Uh, The Jedi Starfighter of Anakin, Lucas chose uh, two different colors to distinguish the the ship of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Anakin is yellow and Obi-Wan is red. The image of uh, Anakin in the Corridor of the 10th 4 which I was talking about earlier... Anakin and Padme, which are kissing. Again, you lucky bastard. Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Bail Organa talking about uh, something aboard the Tentive Four. Masamita and the Imperial Guard of Palpatine. This is the very best picture I could see in there. I just love that picture so much because you can see the Imperial Guard so well. And the wind seems to be like taking up into their costume, so it's really cool. Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Palpatine aboard the Separatist uh, ship and uh, the Trade Federation ship actually in the beginning of the movie and you can see that uh, Palpatine is actually uh, tied down to the chair with some sort of cuffs so you know just proves a couple of spoilers we mentioned a couple of while back now Tyne Meaden and George Lucas are together as he's probably directing a scene a technician applying makeup on Ayla Secura god you want to be in the place of that guy Three images uh, which we can see in the docu- on the web village, uh, the web documentary video village. Uh, Rick McCallum and George looking at C3PO on a plasma screen. Second one is Obi Wan and Padme in the apartment of the senator. The third image is Jimmy Smith talking about Episode Three with someone else, like as, as in the documentary. We could also see a Quarren Center and Ella Secura. We sh- we see Ella Secura. Uh, lying on the floor with a lightsaber in her hand. Don't oh smile yeah. at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it again. Is it a lightsaber? You yeah. know, <laughs> mental image. <laughs> there's a camera. There's a camera test with Obi Wan and Anakin in the in the apartment of Padme. Uh, Wookie bowcaster, which is really nice. Two images of the duel between Anakin and Obi Wan, a group of centered uh, led by Palpatine, and technicians. Helping Bruce Pence with his Time Meaden costume. So, Jesus, that's a lot of images. And that's a lot of images. <laughs> and there's a lot more that just came out this weekend. You know, it's like I don't have them all in here because everything came out last night as well. Paul Hens must have been yeah. up till like four and four o'clock, like Pacific Standard Time, 
putting everything up. Uh, you can see all the behind the the, the 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 Star Wars Pavilion at Comic Con, which is very interesting. You have uh, you can also take a look at Asbro new Star Wars Episode Three cards for their um, for their very um, for for the the action figures, and uh, it's basically Darth Vader's helmet with uh, like lava flowing and fire grievous right on the side. So and it's kind of Egg-shaped or yeah, uh, sort of egg-shaped. No, egg-shaped without, without the bottom. Yeah, it's kind of egg-shaped, and it's going to be really fun to move those around. And the bucks in which they're going to be shipped are going to be bigger. Those <laughs> those bubbles are going to be like hell for collectors. They're going to be cracked all over the place. The new ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. And of it course, looks the like image is great, but I d- actually I don't even like the image. I don't like the box at all. I like the old style. I like, like the you image, need but the cardboard yeah. and you rectangle. need the bubble. Like a small bubble. Yeah. And of course, you know, one of the things that uh, was mentioned on Hyperspace and that got our friend Kit Fisto really excited to the point of calling our producer to leave him a message on his cell phone is the title of episode 3, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but he couldn't understand because I spoke really, really fast. Yeah. That's it. It's like, oh my god, it's written Hi, Danny. Star Wars, episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Bye. <laughs> that's it. It was 2 a.m. in the morning, it's and I was kind That's when you got the message. I sent it like yeah. 6 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. But, you but know, anyway, I had a couple of drinks. That's that's yeah. right. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is the title for Star Wars Episode 3. It was out there. It's been rumored for the past two weeks. Intensively. Wait, what do you mean rumored for the last two weeks? No, for the last 10 months. Intensively for the past two weeks. With really? CNN and everything. I haven't really paid attention. Yeah, it was. Don't ru- watch the It was intensively rumored for the past two weeks. Weren't you there at the last show? I kind of mentioned it. Okay. And, uh, yes. Oh, right. You were sleeping on Danny's big comfy couch. Yes. And, uh, of course, that's it. The, um, very interesting title. Uh, I can find the two different meanings for my crazy tears. So I'm okay with that. I just can't wait to see the movie. I'm gonna put my all my hopes with Stephen Barnes, who told us that the movie was gonna be great. So <laughs> that's gonna be really cool. And uh, what else? What else is there to say? Oh yeah, we have like a new video introducing uh, Rick McCollum. He's like, like one minute. Uh, beep. He's actually, <laughs> yeah. he's actually swear a fuck him. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so that's very interesting, but like not at all because it, there's absolutely nothing to show. Uh, I'm a li- that's I disappointing. <laughs> I'm a li- was that the the presentation they, they put on the screen just before Rick McCallum yeah. got on stage? Yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. It's like George Lucas is pretty good in shape right now. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah. Okay, whatever, man. <laughs> you do what you want. It's like you're the guy with the 16-year-old, you know, called Mousy. Mousy McCallum. That's a nice name for a little girl. What do you think? Very. Yeah, of course. Brian here. How old are you, Brian? <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah, she's on. That's within the range. That's she's only. <laughs> she's only three years older, uh, younger than you, so it's it's still fairly okay. It's pomal okay. It's pomal okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a new expression. Like you use it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so I think that's gonna be all for the Star Wars hyperspace segment, and we're gonna go to the actual news segment, the miscellaneous news. But first, we're going to inform people that spoilers are off. And I'm going right away. 
Master Fisto. Trust your insight, we do. Hello and welcome to the Miss News. The new insider has been brought out, officially showed to the public. We have a new cover, we have a new publisher, and a new look. With an old, with old, familiar faces on the cover. Yeah. And I, well, it's kind of symbolic, I guess. Probably. Issue number 77. Oh, I didn't quite catch that. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be available sometime in the future. Let's hope that it gets faster to Canada. It, it takes three weeks. It takes at three least. weeks. At least. Anyway, moving on. Hey, I hear there was this convention oh? in San Diego. Are you sure? That was really big. I have a lot of news. Oh. Um, people that were there concerning books. Timothy Zahn, Greg Bear, Stephen Barnes, Greg Keyes, Terry Brooks. Apparently people that have written Star Wars books. Yeah. Sean Stewart was there. Yeah. And... And there is a new silver Darth Vader figure coming out. Oh, yes, a new one, a different one, a different one than the thirty. A different one. Um, it's going to be available at the uh, where is it? It's going to be a fan club exclusive later this year. Um, it's going to be kind of looks. Like it's going to look like very similar to the Toy Fair original Vader, just like all the silver fi- figures. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go check it out on the internet. There are pictures. It looks cool. It's ca- instead of Vader putting his saber in the air, it's kind of off to the side. Okay. I think it looks less bo- less interesting. Okay. Also, there will be a um, in January James Luceno's Bridge novel will end will come out around the same time as the Clone Wars season, and it's called Labyrinth of Evil. You can go see the uh, cover art on the Star Wars official site. Um, the making, the art of making Episode Three. I can't wait to, to see that. The cover movie. looks beautiful. But it's, it, going it, it's not necessarily the, the actual. It's not uh, the final, but still, it looks yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. So you know what to expect for Episode yeah. Three. Uh, it's going to be available almost a month and a half before the film is released. So by then, there's not going to be any spoilers that you can hide from. Everybody's going to know everything, everything, everything. It's April 2nd, 2005. The problem with that, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday? Yeah. It's a Saturday. I actually Uh, checked. That's weird. Maybe they'll change the date. It's usually Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Maybe the the bookstores will have it the the Tuesday before, but keep it. Maybe. Maybe. Saturday. Okay. Um, there are a lot of new collecting news. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Just there's room. there's tons of um, new stuff about the classic line. There's going to be repacks for five figures at Sam's Club in the States. Um, a new repacks for old figures, new figures, new sculpts. Um, lots of Gentle Giant news. All the t- busts and the bust-ups and the stuff like that. It looks really cool. A lot of classic stuff. I wonder why, because the DVD is coming out. Yeah. Um, Speaking of DVD, no, 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 no not, not yet, not yet, okay. not yet. Um, the fan club breakfast was um, happened this weekend, so pe- pe- fans that were there 
got a silver sand trooper and a ba- bag of goodies. Yeah, all stuff from uh, yeah. the fan the fan club. Yeah, and inside this bag of goodies, there was? you could find you could find many many different cool things. Apparently, it was all different for everyone. And uh, okay, Brian's got this. Well, email. hold on. Okay, see, <laughs> <laughs> okay, email is there. still in beta. Here, Ta- start talking, man. Well, um, there was here. Go Star okay. Wars. I can't read from there. Okay, there was a Star <laughs> Wars Micro Machine Rancor, an eight by ten photo of Billy D. Williams, a rapper Tooney toy flute looking like thingy like the with players in Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had two large tops master visions by okay, Ralph McQuarrie, paintings uh, of Luke and Dart in Empire Strikes Back. A Boba Fett insignia belt, one package of Topps Wide Vision Star Wars trilogy cards, two packs of Topps Wide Wide Vision Star Wars Episode One cards, an Empire Strikes Back 70 millimeter film cell, a cool chewy T-shirt, Star Wars X-wing hologram key ring, 45 record of the Imperial March slash Battle in the Snow, a special edition of the Story of Star Wars record, and Lando and Obi Wan bookmarks. Okay. Two things now, but I've got another from somebody else. Who else from Galactic Senate? Okay. Or uh, e Galactic Hunter. Sorry. Um, Darth Vader belt. Star Wars. The story of Star Wars vinyl record. Jaquille action figure. Um, prismatic hologram key ring. Two RSOs. Classic uh, princess bookmark postcard. Um, a Return of the Jedi in 70mm film cell. So, different stuff depending on what you got, but it seems you got always got a Chewbacca t shirt and the Wide Vision cards. Yeah. So, what were, what were you going to say, Sebastian? Yeah. About Basically, the cell? No? The, the actual the 70, 70mm cell, film cell, that's actually IMAX. That's yeah, IMAX. It's big. not 30, 35 as normally. That's it. But so Empire Strikes Back? Empire Strikes Back on IMAX? Film? I don't know. I, I they could have blown it up. Yeah. Or what happened? Maybe, there? Yeah. Or yeah. maybe a, a strip of like three, three uh, scenes. I think, but they wouldn't say seven yeah. millimeter because it's a film cell. Yeah. Okay. One film cell, seventy millimeters. Yeah. And uh, there was also the forty-five record of the Imperial March slash Battle in the Snow. That's weird. Wouldn't cost less to actually have like a CD, CD made. <laughs> no, but it, because it's or a, a, collect- DVD. a collector's item. Or a DVD like Star Wars on Direct had, yes. I hope people got that and are listening to it right now because of that DVD. <laughs> okay, continue, uh, Brian. Okay, um, there'll be new Star Wars comics coming out. There'll be a, a mini pre-Episode 3 miniseries. So they're covering all mediums here. They're covering the comics, the books, TV... What else is there to cover for the pre-episode three? They're lo- they're yeah, they're promoting this novels. like crazy. Well, they've novels. been promoting it since episode two finished, yeah. really. Um, so it's been released that Troy Denning and Aaron Allison are writing the post New Jedi Order series, the nine book series, the nine book series. It was ori- that was the same one that was originally supposed to happen in the Knights of the Old Republic era. But they switched it because of lack of interest, apparently. But there still will be a trilogy. Or, or commercial suicide from... Exactly. <laughs> There's supposed, still supposed to be um, a, trilogy. a trilogy. So we'll see where that goes. 
a lot of the new the Knights of the Old Republic has gotten a lot of news mm-hmm. because of the um, because of um, well the game that yeah. was a monster success. But uh, you you uh, forgot to mention that there's a third author. There's a third author. I yeah. only have. Uh, Got only two. For yes. yes. But this the the third one will be announced soon. Oh yes. Okay. Um. Also, moving on, there will be. They posted. There's an update. You can see the cover I said of the um, Labyrinth of Evil. There will be a. Um, there will be a new Matt Stover interview in the uh, Authentic Entertainment in their first. Um, sip their first magazine will be coming out in July, on July 12th. So it's it's out right now. It will be. There are going to have an interview with Matt Stover in the first issue, and subscription is free to the magazine. Yes. So you can go, you can contact them. Where's their website? Authentic Entertainment. So search that in Google and you'll find it. Um, there's a new Lego game coming out. It's going to look it's gonna look like Episode 1, 2, 3, so combine the prequel, and it's going to be a fun game. That's it looks weird. weird. No, it, it looks really weird. I, I don't understand game. where they're going with it. You know? Okay, and there's, of course, the DVD is coming out. Oh, yes. And um, I have something for people in the chat. If you go into the chat, right? And if you have a, a nice speed connection? If you ha- it's, it's two megabytes. Oh, So it's, it's only two megs. Okay. You can 56K, you know, do what you will. Yeah. For it's those who are listening but not in the chat, go in the chat. for the Yeah, you have to go into the chat. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Um, there we go. It's in the. It's in the. It's from Return of the Jedi. Here you go. It's something that has to do with Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yes. Go into the chat. I just posted it. It's a link. Um, that's that. The guy's website is gonna go down. The <laughs> which no, which scene is is that? It's it's from the Ewok celebration scene. Okay. The the last part. The the, the important part that you need okay. to see. Yeah. Okay. It's an AVI. Okay. It's an AVI. If you're running a Mac and you can't run it, send me a message. And this is a high quality. I'll help you. It is extreme high quality. Yeah. It's from something that was released this past weekend. Yes. So uh, this is a gift from us and Millennium and you, Falcon. And, it, and Millennium Falcon. If you go onto their front page, you can see all the high things. resolution pictures from the um, from Return of the Jedi from the DVD. Release. Yes. If you just go into the um, into the forums, you'll there's a thread in the um, original trilogy section, and if you go there, there's high res pictures from the uh, DVD rip. Yes. But now you know with the link posted, people will download it, and nobody will be listening to us. It will be all well all segmented the sound. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> or be patient. Just like keep the link and just like download it like wisefully. Yeah, you know, take wisefully. Yeah, it's like take take your time and think about it. Think about it. But Brian has more than than what we just. I'd rather not go into what yeah. I have and what I don't have. Yeah. For that, anyway, we'll see where it goes. I I don't. It's it appears there are there's more stuff. We'll see, in the coming days, mm-hmm. what develops. So. 
That's done for Miss News for this week. Cool. I hope you all enjoyed Actually, Comic-Con. Actually, no, we're not done. Well, because I've got some steps to add. Yes. Because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, our favorite moderator of the StarWars.com boards, Bunny Girl, who's actually a very good writer. She's got this website called www.grrrl.com, I think. It's 3R three, three or something like that. I don't... I never really remember if how many R's there are in that website. Triple W that Okay, it's two R G R R L dot com. Anyhow, go to her go go to her, her profile and you'll you'll see it. You'll see the link. It's very interesting and she she even has a blog over there and she mentioned the fact two weeks ago that she was actually playing with her uh with some of the new uh, master replica Jedi lightsaber so because she had this article to to put on the website with. Which article we haven't seen yet, basically. But this week, she mentioned about something that happened on July 8th, which was the 26th annual picnic of the 26th, 26th annual Lucasfilm picnic. And you can see a very nice picture of Mary Franklin out there with her, her friend, uh, well, Bunny Girl, her friend. Uh, I believe. Hands. No, I, I believe that's like Mary Franklin's. Like boyfriend friend or boyfriend, I, I don't want I don't want to make rumors or anything, but uh, yeah, there's Mary Franklin pictures over there, which is a lot more like good. And okay, uh, it's a lot more like pleasing to for her than any of the most of the pictures you can see out there on the internet. It's a very good picture of her. <laughs> that, that, that's how you can put it, basically. Okay. And uh, yeah. It's uh, it's really interesting to read through that. So that was act- Lucasfilm actually have uh, annual picnics where they actually invite all their all their employees and George attends, and they have toggle wars and sack races and stuff like that. So you know, it's, it's kind of cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> who who would have thought? Who would have thought from Lucasfilm? But it's fairly interesting. But I, I'd like to see a rev- like some commenting on that from on the on the official website. You know, if someone's listening right now. Who knows? Mm. So there you go. That's like some more missed news I had to add to this. Thank you, Sebastian. I mean, it's it's, it's important. Go- it's important. It's still the Lucasfilm picnic, man. I know. We had to talk about it. And now we're gonna go to another musical break, yes. and we will be listening to Havril Levine and Happy Ending, and we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Like we're dead Was it something I did? Was it something you said? Don't leave me hanging In a city so dead Held up so high On such a breakable thread You were
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Jeff Fioletti. And this is Luke Gambone. And we're the producers and directors of Silent the Deadly Trilogy. And you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Right before we head into the main subject, uh, I just want to remember our friends that uh, we're here at Star Wars on Direct. And we're actually very friendly with our other friends from Fanodia. I think there's no other way of saying that. Yeah. And uh, one of our friends is Seth Therrien from SWRedemption.com. SWRedemption.com. And uh, he's actually looking for to hire artists who would be interested in working on the webcomic of his, uh, of his website. So go to www.SWRedemption.com to find out more about this. I knew I had something else I wanted to put in the missed news, but I totally had forgotten about it. It was that? <laughs> now it was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now I'm okay. I'm at peace with myself. <laughs> and on f- and on to the uh, main subject, the Star Wars Undirect Fan Film Awards. I forgot to download some kind of award music, you know. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> well, there's always next year, you know. Yeah. I mean, they can wait, I'm sure. Yeah. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are worse than that. <laughs> can we say that? Are we allowed to say that? We can say anything. I'm going to say it. You're going to say it? Okay. No, but like some of them are really funny. Some of it's There's fan films. There's animation. I don't know why they call it the Fan Films Awards. But cause they're just kind of funny flashes. Yeah. Like, it's not really a fan film. It's like one of the things that, wo- that won was like 1 minute 10 was Carlite Confusion. I actually liked that one, but anyway. No, it's not that bad, but there's no, like, big major it, it, it's plot like the, story. It's like the Anakin um, switch, why he switched to the dark side commercial made as yeah. a spoof to the Apple uh, switch commercials. Okay. I like that. There you go. It's like that. It's like a, it's a flash animation. Yeah. Anyhow, and uh, the actual people that, uh, the, the 20 finalists that made it to uh, Comic-Con this weekend, did they actually made it all to Comic-Con? The did the people have to sit uh, through no, all of those? No, Only the winners? No, even the winners were not all there, I think. No, I mean, like, they were, didn't they show them on the screen or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, I think they showed them all. Yeah, they showed, the, they showed the 20 of them? Yeah, I so think. If anyone was at Comic-Con this weekend, let well, us know. We got a chat. couple. Uh, I, thi- I think uh, three was there. Sir Fred also. Yeah. There was the girl so. from Eight Minutes. You know. Wendy Woody. Yeah. She's here. No, nope, but she oh. was at. Uh, she was at Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. She seems like a very nice person. And uh, Eight Minutes is actually the first uh, movie I was going to uh, mention that 
was nominated as a 20 finalist, realized by Wendy Woody. Barn Wars, realized by Adam Astings. Carbonite Confusion, it's realized by, by. It's produced by? Oh. Produced by Ryan Simmons. Dude, where's my lightsaber? Produced by Trevor Lamb. Escape from Tatooine, produced by David Tomaszewski. E Walk in an Elevator, real, uh, produced by John Redpath. Hey, we have a Redpath Museum in Montreal. And this entry and this was from a Canadian. And this is a Canadian entry. Yeah. A Fan Letter, real, uh, produced by Mike Kane. Funked, produced by Mike Kane. Imperial News, produced by Leonard. Leonhart. Leonard. Leonard. Something like that. Luxor. Droids. Produced by Super Genius. Made to Suffer, produced by Chris Mitch, which was fairly interesting. Uh, Pink Five Strikes Back, produced by Tree Stokes, who's actually in the chat with us right now. Yes. Pinball Wars, produced by Joe Presswood. Recruitment, produced by Scott Zier. Oh, Tree just said they just showed the winners. They just showed the winners? Okay. okay. Thank you, Tree. Uh, Star Spores, who was just produced by Kyle Goodman, our friend Sir Fred in the chat right now. Star Wars Brilliant, produced by Alabama Rob. Star Wars Help Desk, produced by Mike Kane. Wempa, produced by Andreas Pedersen. And Y. Alderman, produced by Ken Laden. And finally, The Wizard Oz, produced by Lee Vihi. There you go. So these were, these were the 20 finalists. And, and their winner is the official... And to be very, very inter- like very honest with you, I find it very sad that uh, Atom Films has not like a more, a better listing of what movies made it into the final twenties. Okay, because you can only uh, see like we, the winners we can of go the past. That few after years. we review all of them. Okay, I'll let you review them. I'm going to talk about Atom Films. Yeah, okay. Atom Films will be like later. Okay. Like we got a second secondary subject to fill with stuff. <laughs> no, it will be in the main subject, but afterwards. Yeah. So the winners were, and the winners were. <laughs> the okay, w- the um, winners are of this. There era. was a f- uh, pioneer. Uh, let me see. The pioneer pa- award. Pioneer award with uh, wa- was presented to a filmmaker whose work has inspired countless filmmakers and entertainment broad audiences. And entertain broad audiences. And the winner was... And the, Well, the winner is... Is, yeah. It's not because it was yesterday that... Stop it with Salacious Crown, man. And the winner is George Lucas and Love. Yes. One of the granddaddies of fan films continues to inspire fan filmmakers. George Lucas and Love humorously tells the story of a writer's blocked George Lucas and the inspirations he finds to finally create Star Wars. For those of you who haven't seen George Lucas and Love, I highly recommend it. Yes. To my liking, it's the second best fan film ever made. Troops being the first one. And, uh... Definitely. It's full of cool references and everything. (laughs) Next was the George Lucas Select, which was the top prize. uh, The movie judged by filmmaker George Lucas to be the best of the competition. And the winner... uh, has got $2,000 in cash and a distinctive fan film award trophy. And the winner is... Escape from Tatooine from director David Tomaszewski's Sarlacc- I like this one. Sarlacc-inspired shirt that spoofs both Star Wars and a certain 8th-filled sci-fi classic. 
get wild, get wild by the special effects and laugh along with the sly um, humor. Actually, the special effects like totally drop at one point in the movie. That was really funny. Like, there's so- something happens when he's the, when he's in the slave one, and he's about to crash. Everything like goes green. You can see the the green screen. Yeah, but I, I think it was. Like meant, yeah, meant to be like that, like time warp or something, you know. I don't know, but it's it's still cool with me, and it's really fun to see uh, George Lucas memoriam. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> can watch it to choose this film, of course. You know, so somebody portraying him as the master of the world, <laughs> <laughs> at least the United States. Yeah, as the president of the United States. <laughs> uh, it was it was really really fun, and also there was. The Best Animation Award. The Best Animation Award. Uh, which person got a $5,000 uh, uh, $500 in cash and a $500 certificate for shopping for a shopping spree at StarWarsShop.com. And, and of course, this was presented by Code 3 Collectibles. Yes. And uh, the winner was, the winner is Wampa. Yeah. Wampa. It's, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It, I remember, I, I it reminds you of the droids. Yeah, it's or the, the the Grinch who stole Christmas. No, it's kind of the same type of animation. No, no, I no, I don't know. Anyway, I I it think was more fluid in the Grinch. Yeah. I, I I think there was so much work in the classic in that in that classic yeah. animation that that's why you won. You know, it's compared to the Flash animation. It, yeah, that's it. it. This has m- definitely more work in it. I think. You know, drawing cell by cell must be hell to do. <laughs> It's you know? fairly difficult. Yeah. Indeed. After that, there was uh, the, the Spirit of Fandom Award. The Spirit of Fandom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? It's just so funny they picked out that one, you know, of all. The filmmaker who best picture the essence of fandom will receive a thousand dollars in cash and the Spirit of Fandom trophy. Sponsored yes. by Anthony Grandio Company. What's that? And their winner is. Who's Anthony Grandio? Does anyone know? No. I it's, don't know. It's funny. They they actually got like someone. They got a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And uh, eight minutes is the actual winner for truly capturing the essence of being a fan. Wendy Woody's short about good and evil on a quest for episode three tickets won the Spirit of Fandom Award. So it was. It's it's a very good movie, you know, based on 24. The kind of way, but it, it's eight minutes between 9.54 and 10.06. Something like that. Yeah. Ni- no, 9.58 and 10.06. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Personally, I don't like it for the simple reason that it's not very original. Okay, you gotta, you gotta admire... Uh, and admire and the, uh, you have to admire the torture scene yeah. in that movie. Okay, so we'll finish the uh, award. The winners? Yes. And uh, after that, the film Best by the winner of the Audience Choice Award, uh, Choice Award uh, will have uh, collected the highest number of votes from the fans themselves who cast their vote at StarWarsAtomFilm.com. And the winner will take home uh, uh, one of the fan film trophy and the honor of knowing that their film is a true crowd pleaser. There you go. The winner is Pink Five Strikes Back. Yeah. 
viewers loved Three, Stro Three Stokes sequel to Pink Five and voted it this year's Audience Choice Award winner. Fans fell for the continued antics of everyone's favorite Jedi Valley Girl as she trained under Master Yoda, winning Trey a costume fan film trophy. Congratulations, Trey. To be honest, it should have won like cash as well. Because th there was a lot of work, I'm sure, in, the, in that movie. Maybe we'll talk with Three later tonight. Yes. And I was searching for the last one. Oh, there's there's still two going. Two going? You have the best crossover spoof and the best comedy. Oh. So the best crossover spoof goes to the Flash animation Carbonite Confusion by Ryan Simmons and the seamlessly blended two beloved Lucas characters in this clever animated short to win the best crossover spoof. For his work, Ryan wins $1,000 and a Custom Fan Films Award trophy. This is a 1 minute and 10 seconds animation. And the art. It, uh, it we'll review it uh, later. Yeah. Okay. We'll do uh, every, every uh, finalist. Okay. And the best comedy is Recruitment, which... Scott's, which is uh, produced by Scott Zier. He created the most humorous industrial video this side of, the, of Hot. The Empire offers all manner of career challenges and opportunities. Sign up today. For this funny bone, Scott wins $1,000 and a custom fan films award trophy. There you go. It's all the winners. It was, it was really... It, recruitment is really funny. Yeah, it's really funny recruitment. Don't you think it's really funny recruitment? Kid Fisto just like came back into the studio. <laughs> Coffee at <Hi>. hand. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee at hand and all. So yeah. So we'll go uh, through all the, the the finalists, and we will give our let's say top three, top five. Sure. Of what we we think uh, should have made been it. The, the winner. And uh, just before that, do you think Silent but Deadly True should should have made it? In those 20? Yes. Definitely. Oh, mo most definitely. You know? Most... It's a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mo it's... For sure. Samba Delivery should have been in there. For those who, who are, are wondering what we are talking about, listen to uh, the show we did for the Silent Two But Deadly. Two shows ago? Yes. I believe. Two archives ago. For the Silent But Deadly trilogy. You will learn a lot about uh, why they're not in the... Uh in the fan film competition yes. this year. Okay. Let's begin. First one, eight minutes. Wendy Woody's film. Yeah. Winner of the Spirit of Phantom Award. Yeah. I think the idea to do a 24 type is okay. You know, it's... It, it has... Somebody would have done it sometime. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. I, I think uh, it was a great idea. The... Uh, I don't think it... I, I think it was a little bit too serious. You know the dialogue and everything, mm -hmm. and the uh, well. If you're gonna do like 24, you yeah. can't make it a comedy. Yeah, but you know, and uh, the the thing that was very bad for me was when they jump from screen to screen. It oh, was a yeah. split screen. They find another way to do to, to do uh, special effects. Yeah, no, no, not the special effects, but there's other way to get to your to the villains hideout. Yeah. You know. Or something. Maybe sure. they they uh, they hadn't much uh, budget left or time left to do it. I don't know. It's it still goes easier to do that kind of special effects than a beam special effects. You know, yeah. like beam you back up to the car. Yeah. Scotty. <laughs> Scotty. Oh no! That Wrong universe. Yeah. And the Ring of the Dark Side. You know, it was 
A bit like Lord of the Rings. Haven't you seen the Lord of the Rings yet? Yeah. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, there you go. I like I liked like the fact that Darth Vader picked it up at the end. Yeah. That was that was kind of funny. Yeah. That's like, I will. Who, who sent it? Who sent it? Yeah. You you gotta guess it's actually probably Vader. Or Vader, but yeah. why? Who's really behind Vader? Yeah. But it was an okay film. It was it was pretty okay. I don't mind it at all. Like winning the the Spirit of Phantom Award. But they represent fandom. They, they 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 were showing in the movie the fandom. You yeah. Know? So they add they add to win. To win all all. All hierarchy of fandom, I think, yeah. are represented well in this movie. Because it's definitely something that... From the true f- fans... From the fans w- will recognize w- yeah. recognize themselves in that film. Fr- from the true fans, to the freak fans, to the, the okay fans, to the fans that actually been through the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where... Uh, a torture scene, where they yes. show the uh, holiday special, you know? It's like I got your girl. You, I got your your. I got your little girl right here right now, and she's watching the Star Wars holiday special. And the guy just stops the car and like steps on banging. the brakes. He starts banging his cell phone on a, on his wheel on his steering wheel. I was like, no, not that. And what did you think, Brian? I didn't like it. Why? Because I didn't find it very original. Because that's that's really a problem with me with fan films. I don't always find them very original. Okay. And I studied film, and it's gotten me jaded towards unoriginal stuff. Okay. I just, like, after I see it a certain amount of times, I get bored with it. Even if I, at 24 on itself, I don't like. I find it boring and cheesy and stupid. You don't like So it's you? hard for me to enjoy something that's a parody of 24. And I don't like the way that they portray Star Wars fans in it. Psychomaniacs, and we're not like that. We won't eat children. We won't? I don't know. Maybe Sebastian. <laughs> but I not me. Not, not Danny. Baby back, baby back you got I don't like the way they say like and this Jar Jar fan just really annoyed me. Yeah, but like aren't Jar Jar fans like that? No, I don't think there are Jar Jar fans. I don't think <laughs> they exist. <laughs> well like, my I mother's d- a Jar Jar fan and she is like that. I, I just I don't care. Charger <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I just total apathy towards Charger. Don't care. Okay, next, Barn Wars. Sebastian actually liked it. Yeah, I love. It was like <laughs> what I wrote uh, as a, uh, as a note was, "You will love the fate KFC style." <laughs> There you go. <laughs> like two guys eating way too much KFC, wondering what the hell they're going to do for the Fan Films Award this year. And bam, it hits them. We're going to take the chicken to the wars. Yeah. So. That's what was original, you know, the, doing the music and quacking. And yeah. But, like, but th- to there's, be honest, no, there's nothing new besides chickens, yeah. you know. They, they take a scene that exists. Yeah, just replaced by chicken, and with little details in the background, which are always funny. But like the chick for Anakin, <laughs> that was really hilarious. And uh, of course, there's um, there's always the fact that um, the music wasn't all that well quacked. You okay, know, it's, like, it's good. I-, I love the idea of like going, <laughs> but you know, do it like the right way, though. Redo the music itself, <laughs> you know. 
And you, you, you love you love when I do the chicken, don't oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like he's got nothing it, it, I got say. I got nothing to say. Like I watched it, but it was just kind of okay. Next. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that bad, eh? No, it, it wasn't bad. It's just like I s- I saw the movie. It's a spoof. Okay. Here you go. Next, Carbonite Confusion. I think it's a very nice flash animation and uh, great art. The the the, the caricatures, the uh, yeah. of the actual character are very well done, and the, you know the the animation is well. You see Harrison Ford, you yeah. see uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, and I like that one. Yeah, well, it's kind of short, sweet. But it was well made, you know. Yeah. Very uh, c- cinema- cinematic, you know. Fluid. Yeah. But to be honest. I'm not sure, you know. It's is it really worth a thousand dollar and paying five strikes back nothing? I don't think so. Yeah. No, everybody should it's have uh, got some cash uh, for it. You know. I don't think so. No, that's because Atom Film give money uh, each time your mo- movie is viewed. So if Pink Five got the most votes, it it, it got se- saw it got seen the most time, so it got more money. Probably but also, th- there's also this thing of where where it is on the list. Yeah, people are gonna watch eight minutes first. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I, I didn't. Uh, I don't have time. So. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I think the uh, when you saw the uh, the uh, the at of the uh, of fo- uh, the the father of uh, Indiana Jones, just the shadow. Uh, I knew it right away that it was uh, that kind of spoof. Who it was? It, yeah. it was giving it away. Little. Well, I didn't like. I thought it was Lando. Okay. Maybe unfreezing him at first, but then you see, like, Hindi's father. Like, yeah. hey boy. That is just so oh, junior. bad. <laughs> junior? Is that you? Junior. It's like the wrong move, man. Okay. Next, dude. Where's my lightsaber? Seb, you, you get the uh, best way to say it. Dude, where's my lightsaber? Yeah. I don't know, it's like... If you like I Bill was, and Ted, it's... it's I like was actually hoping for, like, a, a parody of Dude, Where's My Car. Okay. Not a Bill and Ted parody. But I, I love the Bill and Ted movies, so... It's yeah. cool. I like the way they all thought of everything. Yeah. But I think... I think it's okay where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think what was cool uh, was the comedy in the background, you know? You got something going on in the background. Uh, did you see uh, by you see the dead stick guy get hit by a speeder? But did you see uh, the Twi'lek the Twi'lek hookers in the window at the end? It was yeah. it was like the red light in Amsterdam or something and you got Twi'lek in each in each window. Yeah, it's the the, the detail in that yeah. movie were, were was really well done actually. Yeah. The little droid that blows up and everything. Yes. Now, Escape from Tatooine, the big, big winner. This was a great idea. I didn't see it coming at all, except when he got to uh, Washington. Uh, I was okay. This is uh, a spoof of the Planet of the Apes. Same thing here. But what will be, uh, you know, Lincoln's statue? Lincoln's memorial. Uh, I thought that it, it would be Palpatine or something. Or Darth Vader. Yeah, or Darth Vader, yeah. I or Yoda. I was actually yeah. thinking Palpatine as well. 
Yeah. Palpatine would have made the best, the, the more sense. Especially with the, all the Imperial guys. But it couldn't be Palpatine because now he's, he's on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, George Lucas, so yeah. that was really funny. Of course, you have. The effects uh, are nice. Yeah, except at uh, when the, when the, the, the the garrison comes in at the end, there are some kind of fuzzy. Yeah. There are some some effects. Some special effects are really iffy, like when the scout trooper is getting off his uh, speeder bike. Yeah, maybe. I think they were doing kind of there was uh, smoke and dust. Yeah, probably from the speeder stopping or I don't know. It was a great, great. I really like this one. You walk in an elevator. You walk in an. In a <laughs> the, the, the situation is funny. I don't know. Walk in with your your uh, suitcase, man. <laughs> you got a suit. The, the guy's got a spear. Okay, fine. You have a suitcase. You can actually defend yourself with that. You're bigger than the little thing. Yeah. He's kind of cute, the little Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I I laughed. I laughed yeah. looking at it. It was. It was funny to look at. Yeah. It does. It's a very simple movie to do. Yeah. But it works. It works. Yeah. It's like humor. Humor probably would have got got that, got a good there. Mm-hmm. Okay. A fan letter by Mike King. <laughs> it's it's hard to judge because it's a parody of a commercial. Yeah, but and I couldn't I, I couldn't li- like hear too well when I listened to it, so I didn't get everything that was said in this in said fan letter. Okay, so it's not too bad. And the joke there's the the joke at the end that everyone laughs at Darth Vader. I'm it's wondering like, okay. how, how much film Mac uh, Mike Kane submitted. And three, uh, and I believe it's uh, three movies. Yeah, three three, films. three f- made it to the finalist. Yeah, but how much movie did this did he submit? I don't know. You know, but he wanted to win something. He's a machine. Yes, <laughs> he, he is. After that, funked by Mike Kane also. Uh, it's a parody of Ashton Kutcher punked for those who wonder. Uh, I think uh, it was a good uh, good anime good animation and good camera angles like and. And held, yeah. You know, it was really realistic. Uh, it looked like a reality show on the Death yeah, Star. That's it. But uh, the idea was good. It was not really realistic. You know, I don't think Vader would have. He would have crushed those yeah, guys yeah, and said, just, "I just like let me get to my Tie Fighter." To my Toy Fighter. My Tie Fighter. fighter. He would have just thrown them apart. Yeah. Like just thrown them up like across the room. Yeah. That's what I would have done anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I think the the idea was a good a good idea, you know. I would have loved to see other episodes of Funk on different planets with different characters. It would it could have been cool. Maybe he's doing some. Who knows? And after that, Imperial news. Well, that one is very bad for me. There's almost no animation at all. Except moving squares and panning, you know. And, and there's some kind of mention of Luke's sisters uh, with Princess Leia before we... Even knew she was a knew sister. Yeah. In, in the movie. That, that's a continuity error, so... Uh, I don't think... 
I, I can't believe that there was how many su uh, submission there was for the Star Wars. I'm not sure. At least a hundred. At least I hope. So I, I can't imagine if this one make it made it. Uh, how bad some of them were, you know. Well, you know, it's it? like 12, 14 year old kids can actually like participate in this. Yeah. You know, it's free; it doesn't cost thing. So. Okay. They should have put the age of the producer. Also. Maybe yeah. Because some 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 have pro probably professional uh, yeah, experience, but and some it, are. It, it, it would it would basically have not yeah, but it would have nothing to do with like the filmmaking. Yeah. If if you're 23 and you do something like Imperial News. I don't know, man. Follow Kevin Rubio's, like, counsel. Go out more often. Take a look at the sunset. <laughs> you know, go breed some hair. Because when you do a, an imperial news that says, that's actually broadcasted by a stormtrooper, that is actually an ode to Jabba, no. There's no way. And the imperials don't like Jabba, you know? That's it. In the EU, if the rebels hadn't got rid of Java, Darth Vader was going down there to get rid of Java. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, they oh. just—they did the Imperials a favor. Yeah. yeah. How did you like that one? I didn't. Didn't. That. Period. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of fan films. I'm sorry. Okay. Look, Sir Droid, by Super Genius. Was actually the Bre the breakbeat guy. The breakbeat guy, yeah, you know the, the, the guy. Boba DJ fan. Yeah, the uh, you can see him in uh, Star Wars. Yes, and uh, he made a CD. He's also in uh, Millennium's End. Yeah. Oh. I yeah, he just like walks by on uh, at Star uh, first Star Wars celebration. Okay. It, he so does pretty cool uh, mix. Yeah. And uh, this is actually a stop animation. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah. You no gotta planning. give the guy that. It's, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah. So, you know, making a, a stone trooper figure, uh, breakdance. Breakdance. Ouch. Sand trooper. I mean, you know, the guy's got like the shoulder pad. It's, it's hard, you yeah. know. And it was funky. It was funky too. You know, to watch. It was really it cool. It was to cool. Watch. Yeah. yeah, I really like this one. Uh, uh, what did I put? On? A lot of work. Yeah, put in that thing. Yeah. There you go. Must mm. be really long to do. Yes. <laughs> must have taken hours and hours. A, lo a lot of uh, pictures of break dance and <laughs> to uh and just like put them into the stormtrooper and everything. Yeah. So. And Brian. About uh, Luxor droids. The uh, you didn't see it. Okay. You I've been busy with work. Okay. Long days. <laughs> Made to suffer by Chris Mitch. This was this one is special, you know. The guy, uh, there's two possibility. The guy who made that was one or on drugs or be a genius, you know. Yeah, he, you just like can't understand it in either ways. Yeah, but it's it's kind of a metaphor for. Uh, you know, suffering, going to the dark side, you know, and he take a sampling of C-3PO saying that and shots of uh, Anakin with his lightsaber with yeah, and flashing like in Darth Vader. And, and you have flashing one and zeros kind of in the Matrix style thing. Yeah. But kind of going to a machine. Thing. Yeah. You know, 
it, it, I think it's there's some art in that, but you know, you have to put too much thought into it to actually yeah. give it like a good price. I think. Oh, Brian's doing something else. Huh? No, he's just like looking at the forums. Okay. Looking at clone trooper talks. Okay. And oh, Pink Five Strikes Back. This was a long one, but a funny one. There was it was okay. Three, don't aid me for that. <laughs> it was much better than the first one. But wh- why did she cut her hair? <laughs> she was so much better with her long hair. And it ha- this, Poor has, no- this has nothing to do with the fact that I got long hair. <laughs> but I, I totally understand the, the bad, the bad helmet hair day. Yeah, uh, I think it was very cool, full of references. Yoda and Obi Wan voices were great. Yeah, really tight. Uh, special effects were okay. Uh, cool preview at the end, indeed. From the the third episode, you know, yeah. uh, as a slave girl, uh, a bit too long, but the joke were well inserted in all of this. So, it uh, it was a very a very nice move. And you said, I liked it. I really, really did. I you know Yoda get, getting a, a lightsaber right on the head. That's like yeah. Oh, I'll get you, boy. <laughs> try and, and get, try and uh, strike me. You can't do that. <laughs> Punk. <laughs> there you go. I'm not sure if, if I would have actually... I would have seen... I would have liked to see it like win something more than the Audience Choice Award. You know, it's... At least some money, you know. <laughs> At least some money, man. <laughs> it's it's worth more than that, you know. Yeah. But it was last year's, last year's winner. As well. So, you know. That's why... That's probably why they got only they into the Audience yeah. Choice Award. Probably why Jurassic didn't pick the same winner that year. Probably why Sound of Deadly 3 wasn't in there as well. Yeah. Pinball Wars! Yes, by Joe Presswood. Uh, take, take the comic effect out of there. And it's... It could actually be something like a 1138, an early 1138 movie. Oh. But the comic effect just ruined it. So yeah, no, I, I think it was an original mix with the uh, movies and comics. I like the concept and uh, the c- music was cool. The guy has a great imagination, you know. The little pennies going around, you know, it was cool. Yeah. Definitely, I, I I think just having him without the uh, comic effects would have been okay. Not just that, okay. Yeah, it, it just added as some good. a story. Storyline, yeah, type of uh, fan film. Brian, Pinball Wars. No, not your kind of movie. Okay, okay. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> fine, like fine. I got nothing to say. He, he's the guy studying in 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 movies, and you know. Yeah, I reiterate, I'm not a big fan of fan films. Okay, people need to write their own scripts, come up with their own ideas. That would actually get like 80, 80 points out of 100 to Pinball Wars. Even though the comic effect has but been But in before. general, I, I, I find fan films, people, like, it's great. You want to pay, pay homage. I think that you could do yourself so much better by coming up with your own ideas. Yeah. Borrow. Sure. Don't parody. Okay. Okay. Quentin Tarantino, he borrows. He also steals. <laughs> but it's better to borrow yeah, but than to just imitate. Picasso once said, great artists, great, great artists don't create 
they they steal. And then steal, <laughs> not the universe. The concepts. The concepts. There you go. The ideas. Yeah. Next on recruitment. I just said. No, go ahead. Oh my God! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Headshot. <laughs> that <laughs> was that was my favorite one. The, re- the recruitment tape. It was funny. Uh, cool effects, you know. There was an homage to Red versus Blue in there, which I really loved. I really like the, the the stormtrooper actually talks to the the imperial guards, and he's like, "Hey, you in pink?" It's like. He's trying to like. Did he just say pink? Did he just say pink? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he didn't. I'm gonna have a great. A great oh, we're gonna game. have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the the guy, you know, cruising every everyone. Yeah, that's that, it. that was cool. How are you doing? How are you doing, dude? I'm a guy. Oh, sorry. Tell me you were a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, at the end, you have this like girl that takes her, yeah. takes her takes her stormtrooper helmet out and like waves her hair around. Yeah. And is like. Join the Imperial Army. Yeah, there's like one girl for five thousand guys. That's why. Every in, in in Halo, I'm purple. No, it's lightish red. No, I I I chose purple. You chose purple. You're church. You're the rookie. I don't care. It's out in the open. <laughs> and I'm like I'm not like everybody else. Like black or white. I'm original. You're purple. So that's okay. I'm trying to say something. Absolutely okay, not. Back on topic, please. <laughs> Next, Star Spores by Kyle Goodman. I think it was a good idea. The splitting of the cell. Yeah. And Obi Wan getting cut uh, into by Vader. The concept, you know, of the splitting cells. And uh, stay until the end. Why did I say that? I don't remember. What's at the end? The uh, at at animation. No, no, that. Uh, yeah. No. Are you sure? Yeah. No, that's at the end of Imperial News, I think. Is that at the end of Imperial? What's, what's at What's at the end of Star Sir, Sir Frat, he's online. Let's ask him. You know, we're gonna have like to wait one minute before I we actually remember. get our answer. Why did I say stay until the end? Why? Oh, kid, okay, you see a dart dart spore in his bathrobe. Oh, there you go. End, yeah. Okay. But it, it's it's something that was actually taken, like the idea, the original idea for that. I would guess. Sorry, Sir Fred, is that if that's not what it, where it comes from, uh, Itchy and Scratchy from an episode of The Simpsons, where uh, Itchy actually like takes Scratchy out with an axe, and he cuts him in so many little pieces that the mouse gets into like the air. Gets in the system and kills the cat from inside. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember. So, you know, I would. It, it looks like that to me. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Sorry if I like burned you. Sorry, if I didn't want to. Yeah. But that's that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Next was brilliant by Robert Bunch. Uh, I never seen the original commercial for that one. Uh, but the jumping at 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 the end was a cool. <laughs> was yeah. cool. You know. I I can really compare the parody, you know. It wasn't bad, but I seen better. Brilliant, brilliant. It was, yeah, it was. Star Wars is brilliant. Not the uh, lightning. Uh, yeah, the lightning rod. I know. Yeah. For the Irish beer. Well, Star Wars L Disc by Mike Kane. I I. I D ten T. Yeah. It's 
take a note, people. ID10T. If you can't figure it out right now, just like write ID10T down and you'll, you'll understand. Yeah. Uh, at the end, the blue screen of death kind of yeah. uh, casting at the end. Ain't it great cool. news on yeah. the website? A very nice animation. I think it was all CG, even the, the yes. Stormtrooper, I think. It was cool. I think it was. Oh, uh, maybe not. No, the Stormtrooper was actually, like, shot. Guy, yeah. Yeah. It was. And there was a, uh, a shot of Aiden cool news, you know, when the script was leaked. And he, he come kind of put the uh, and ain't it cool news. Uh, That's it. It was ain't it great news instead of ain't it cool yeah. news. <laughs> Next, kind of make the way. Uh, it was one part by Andreas Peterson. Classic animation. Uh, for my part, it was just not funny. Uh, a good try though, and a lot of work. So uh, he deserves credit for that. From your part, I, I thought it wasn't bad. It was like looking at the other side of of the metal of, of, of the metal of the. Uh But to be honest, it's to be honest, it's it's good. I liked it, but I I would have seen something else winning the animation. Even though it's 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 a long process of animation. I think that's why you won because it's it's hard such a work. long and hard yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Still, congratulations to the winner. Yes. Why Alderaan by Kent Lawton? I the thing that like hit me like a truck is the sound is totally horrible. It's the, the you know the the animation is it's okay, but the sound is awful. I, I you know. Yeah, well, I think that's our show sounds better in mono that the, the sound of that. Then how know. that that sound? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's kind of part of it. It must be part of it. Alderanian ad- idol. No, no, but not just the singing. Everything. No, everything, I know. You know, the, s- the 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 soundtrack. Of the it. the actual the actual voice of Tarkin didn't really sounded like Tarkin. I gotta give you. That. I I think one or two places they they sampled the, uh, the Tarkin. I think I'm not sure. It sounded really close to him. Yeah. After that, the last one, Wizard of Oz. Uh, no, the Wizard of Oz. The I, I think uh, Wizard uh, Wizard uh, Wizard uh, Oz Wizard The Wizard Oz The Wizard Oz yeah. it's From Levy He A nice A nice little homage To Frank Oz Worked yeah. with Yoda I think it was A cool parody idea Yeah uh, Though the, the, the end look, looked like It was rushed You know It was going fine And at the end Oh It, it was like Oh we we haven't much time And you know You patch the The casting Out there And yeah. the ending, you know, and that's it. You know, at the start we thought, okay, th- th- it's a film, and at the end I thought, well, th- that's like a trailer, another film. You know, it kind of switch gears right uh, in the middle. You know, I thought it was pacing. Pacing was bad yeah, for that movie. That's it. But the an ordinary effect. But you know. Yes, but the 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 actual idea behind it was kind of funny. Yeah. You know, the cowardly lion. Uh, the cowardly Wookie, yeah. the the gold man, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 wicked Sith, the wicked Sith, yeah, ding dong the Sith is <laughs> evil evil Sith, yeah, and that was the twenty reviewed. So my top three, let's see, uh, I didn't pick a four or or a five. Uh, my first one was uh, my best one uh, was recruitment. I think it was the, the funniest. My second one was P 
pink uh, pink five strikes back the third one was escape from Tatooine that was the order I uh, I didn't try to assign a special award there yeah. you know, but th- that was my top three uh, if I had to choose a, a fourth and a fifth Mm, that's r- this is really hard. I think Funk would w- would have been in that. Mangan. I really liked it, and probably, uh, well, you walk in an elevator. I think it was funny. So it would be fourth and fifth. My first choice is Escape from Tatooine. Yeah. My second choice is the uh, Carbonite Confusion. Okay. I don't have a third choice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> It's the others were like all, you know, okay, predictable, but predictable, like other all, all other fan films. And I've said my comments about the others. Yes, which were, I find them unoriginal. Unoriginal. Oh, okay. Need to get some originality into the fandom. Come on, guys. <laughs> for, for originality, do documentaries. They're so much better. Yeah, but super you know, <laughs> documentaries are so are yeah, so wide open. They, I don't think they they would they would made it. It doesn't matter. Documentaries have proven themselves yeah. that they are good consumable media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first place, if 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 I wasn't going by like the kind of way they judge the competition, I would give my first place to Pink Five Strikes Back because of the originality of it. Mm. I think it, I think it was really funny. Second place would go to Recruitment most definitely. Third place, you know, it's very tough. <laughs> I want to say Barn Wars, just because it was so funny. <laughs> it's like chickens fighting with lightsabers. I just loved it. Um, fourth place would have to go to um, Star Spores. And, of course, uh, and w- fifth place... Star Wars Help Desk was cool. Star Wars Help Desk as a fifth place. ID Tanti, it's... That's it, man. It's like... I'm keeping this in mind forever. And what about Silent But Deadly? Well, if uh, Silent But Deadly had been in there... Silent probably but would be in the top five, probably. Sa- Silent But Deadly, if it had been in there, I would probably give it the second position. It's... it's. Th- I think it, I would have given the uh, Spirit of Fandom again. Spirit I, of Fandom I think again? Uh, Silent But Deadly 2 won the Spirit of Fandom. I think the... Uh, it would have won the same thing this year. Yeah, probably. The um, that that because you know it 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 shows you know uh, fan, uh, fans going after the stormtroopers. You see uh, fans going to a, a costume party. You know, it's it's kind of that's it. Yeah, it, it it's it's spirit of fandom material material most definitely. So yeah. Spirit of Phantom would definitely go to Samba Deadly. But you know what? I would actually give like a $1,000 for Spirit of Phantom. And they I w- didn't get any? Oh, no, wait. They, they, did, they did get the, the $1,000. But I would give $1,000 to uh, Audience Choice Award. Okay. Plus, I would give like $500 you know, to like the g- second position. Giving the three, uh, giving three a thousand bucks would, would help doing the, the last... The third one. The third one of the P5, yeah. you know? Well, speaking of Trey, I guess we're gonna call him. Yes. You know, we've got him on the uh, we, we've got him on the chat, so might uh, as well. Did you? Uh, yeah, I got his phone number. But uh, did did you tell him that we were calling? No, right I now? will let you do that. Okay. 
speak. Someone speaks. <laughs> Blank. Speak. Radio. Brian cannot speak because we've taken the microphone away from him again. And there you go. The there warning go. has been sent. Three. What's that? Three. You need like a microphone. It's like. Okay. Oh, read between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And it's Star Wars on direct, ladies and gentlemen. The voice of Star Wars fandom, and we're calling right now. Trey Stokes. Hello. Hello, Trey. Yes. Hi. Right. Am I saying your name correctly? Yes, Trey. Okay. Because I, I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> um. So congratulations. First. Congratulations on uh, on your award. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Are you happy about it? I, I yes. We, I mean, how could we not be happy about it? We're also pretty surprised by it. Uh, that was the we were we really weren't expecting it. Uh, were you at uh, Comic Con? Yes. And uh, did other uh, from your staff and crew uh, were there too? Yeah, we had uh, we had about I think about ten ten people oh. uh, from the project were there. I made them stand up and take a bow. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very good decision. <laughs> um, do you think like having received some kind of money from these awards could have helped you out in the in the making of the third movie? Uh, well, it would have helped, but uh, you know, we we didn't spend nearly as much as we won the first year on making the second one. So, uh, oh, so <laughs> there's no money available for that. I mean, we didn't spend very much money. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's sure money would would have been nice, but uh, I you know I understand why the Audience Choice Award mm -hmm. is the one without the money because make people vote for you, and you could you could campaign to get that award. And uh, yeah. Uh, worth uh, dollars and it'd be worth campaigning for. Yeah. How much time did you spend in scripting uh, Pink Five Strikes Back? Uh, I think I wrote it. I wrote it in an afternoon because I had to. Um, because you had to? Yeah. Well, you know, we decided to do it, so uh, we had to get, we had to have a script. <laughs> so uh, I think it, well, it was the first draft I wrote in an afternoon, and because I I'd always had the general idea in my mind. Uh, for what was going to happen, so it wasn't that hard to, to sit down and write it. But then there were several uh, drafts, as, even as we were shooting, we shot over several weekends. So uh, we would shoot, and I would change the change the script a little bit, and we'd, we'd change, you know, we'd just change it as we went, throw in a, a new line here or there, or take out a line, or change a scene. It, it, but the basic idea has always stayed the same from the first draft. Yes. Are you from the dialogue. Are you planning a third one? Well, we're sort of stuck with it now. We, <laughs> I was halfway hoping that this one would just, everyone would hate it, and then we'd say, well, now we don't have to bother with a third one, because, you know, we really didn't want to do this one for the longest time. We, we, we waited and waited and waited and just you know, really didn't want to, because there was no good reason to do it. Uh -huh. uh, how the animation for, for, uh, for Yoda was done, it was a puppet, probably, but... Uh, Where did you get it, or? Uh? Well, we we uh, we had him built. Oh. That's the uh, that's I mean that's how I started in in the business as I'm a puppeteer. Oh, okay. People, it was very funny because people who knew we were going to do the film would say, "So you're going to do Yoda all digital?" And of course not. <laughs> of course, we're not going to do it digital. It, it's it's it, it strikes me as funny from my perspective that people think it's easier to do a digital Yoda than to make the puppet. I you know making the puppet is the easiest part of the whole movie. Yeah, and the set, uh, the you know Yoda's art must it's, have been uh, uh, a challenge also. Uh, it, it wasn't much of a challenge because it's only about five foot across. 
It's in okay. the backyard right now. It's really, there's no more to the set than exactly what you see on the screen. Okay. If, uh, if the camera had been in any other position, then uh, you'd see the end of the set. It's just, it's just one wall uh, painted brown is really all it is. So it's about as simple as a set can be. That's cool. Uh, do you have, uh, uh, not a spoiler for the third one, but uh, uh, an exclusive information for us or something? Oh, uh, well, um, I'll have to sit down and write that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ha do you have any ideas popping well, out I, right I now? I have the basic idea, yes. Um, I don't know. I've, I may, it may change by the time it, uh, it gets shot, so I'm trying to think of what I could tell you that I know for sure will be in the movie, um, and I'm not sure if any of my ideas right now will exactly be what's in the movie. Cool. What? Let me think. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can, I can promise you will be in the movie. Well, I somehow or another I do think we'll be seeing the slave girl outfit again. I think. <laughs> we hope so. When we when we were shooting that scene, actually, just jokingly, we were shooting. That was the last thing we shot. We shot that scene three days before the deadline. Oh. Yeah, it was the very last thing we shot. Was uh, was that scene? And because uh, it was so simple, and just had to put that at the end of the credits it was nothing you didn't have to edit it or anything else so. Mm -hmm. so it was the very last thing we shot and as we were shooting it I, I jokingly said and here's where we here's where we lock up the audience choice award because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was right about that after all uh, do you have any anecdotes or something that that fans uh, could, could know that would found uh, that they would find it funny oh uh, well um, bloopers uh, or something yeah we didn't we didn't, didn't have too many bloopers uh, actually the uh, I was just, today, actually, I've been looking at uh, all the footage again to see if there's enough enough bloopers to even be worth doing some kind of little outtake okay. reel. There's not really that many. Um, the funniest thing is, actually, the hardest part, uh, the hardest scene to get was her throwing the saber at Yoda. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a spoiler right there, of course. Uh -huh. uh, the, because, because Amy was so afraid of hurting Greg, who was the puppeteer. <laughs> So she would she would wind up and then she would just sort of lightly kind of toss the saber at him and just have to say, no you have to really throw it you have to really throw it <laughs> <laughs> we have we have, uh, I have about ten takes of her looking like she's throwing it and it's barely moving at all and I have about five takes of her throwing it well and then when she really hits him she jumps like oh my god are you okay are you okay are you okay <laughs> you can't do that you have to so there's pretty much the, the take that's in the movie is the one time that she actually threw it hard, hit him, and didn't apologize afterwards. Cool. <laughs> Think of your ex-boyfriend. Whoop-bonk! <laughs> <laughs> We used a lot of that. There's a lot of boyfriend hatred in the movie, so, uh, <laughs> you know, much anger in this one. So. Cool. Well, uh, say a congratulations to all your crew and, st and uh, staff. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we... Re I really liked it, and Sebastian too, I think. So. I really liked it too, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's So uh, we hope to see you next year. Well, I, I, we'll probably do something. I think we'll have to we'll have to do something. Yeah, and uh, we'll uh, get you back on the show. All right. Cool. Well, thanks a lot. Well, thanks very and much. I hope to see you again uh, on the chat uh, for uh, for other shows. Okay. Thanks. Oh, maybe uh, you can do a liner for us. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, see. Uh, hi, my name is Keystrokes, and I'm the director of. Uh, Pink Five Strikes Back, the, f uh, the winner of the audience audience uh, choice. choice award, and you're listening to Star Wars on the Rec. The first one too. The first one. Well, we won an award for the first one. Yeah, too. sure. If oh, you want, if, if you want. want to do both, man, go yeah. ahead. That's the award-winning Pink Five series. How we say that? 
Yeah. Sounds very good. That's cool. All right. So go ahead anytime. And I and I say what? And you're listening to Star Wars on direct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ready? Yes. Hi, this is Trey Stokes, the writer director of the award winning Pink Five series, and you're listening to Star Wars on direct. Perfect. That's perfect. That's man. Pretty good. You know, you know, we almost got we we were almost going to talk to you in French, but you got you got the on direct really good. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, unfortunately, I I confess I don't know any French really at all. Spanish, we have the Spanish. <laughs> Pink five in Spanish now. Spanish, Spanish. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, you'll have to do the Spanish uh, Spanish translation if you ever do a DVD of uh, Pink yeah, we'll five. Yeah, with all the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Totally in Spanish. Next time we have you on the show, you, we will we will redo the liner, but you will see the Pink Five trilogy. Pink <laughs> Five trilogy, yes. Yeah. And that's it. I'll tell you that right now. That's the end. <laughs> that's you it, want no more. prequels, no? Pink Five as a little girl. You There's <laughs> not going to be six of these. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, George Lucas once said that. Never say never. <laughs> more. Well, 25 years from now, maybe we'll do this. <laughs> Oh, they will be funny. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll still be around to interview you at this time. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Trey. Thank you. See you next time. Hey. Bye. Bye. Cool. Nice. And there we see that go. Jeff is is there, so we might have him comment on Comic Con li later on. Yeah, we're go we're we're definitely gonna call him during the break. Um, I don't know. It's it's already nine. Would you like Would you guys like to call him now? No, we have to. Uh, Oh, break. you want to break uh, before continuing about Atom Films and everything? You guys want to talk about Atom Films pretty quick? Okay, give give it a second so we actually don't lose the microphone. Okay. I find it very unprofessional of Atom Films to put Windows Media Player documents. Are you living in the Stone Age? These are <laughs> shit quality things. It was it was all broken up, laggy, bad sound, horrible, horrible, horrible quality servers. What are you thinking? Lucasfilm, wake up! You know they actually put them on your own servers. If you if you give it a little hug, like use QuickTime when, when available. available. When yeah. available, that's the problem. It's not it's available. It's not always. It's it's very often not available. Yeah. But I was wondering the why the flash ones are amazing. Yeah. Click yeah. on because it's flash. Yeah. But Windows. Me oh, uh, Windows. I'm sorry. It's not a professional video editing software. Yeah. Or it, it's not a good codec at all. Yeah. We were trying to. Uh, you know, uh, StarWars.com and every they always use QuickTime. You know. Yeah. Always, always, always. Why not Atom Films? You know. Because Atom Films has to use the easiest format of movies edition or whatever that the people use at home. Most people. Most people could. That's probably what yeah. most people use, and they do it in AVIs and ASFs and. WMV None of them wear AVIs. WMVs and stuff like that. So there you go. And uh, one of the question in the main topic was how can we improve uh, the fan film awards? Okay, you know? most definitely by giving them. Uh, if there's people in the chat, uh, chat who wants to comment they about it, they actually commented about this earlier, and I'm going to take back some of what they said. Uh, basically, you know what? They're right. It's all about divi di dividing the 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 contest in proper divisions. Dividing into divisions, yeah. you know that's kind of logic, but <laughs> <laughs> no, basically it's it's if you're you know you, you should have like a journeyman a journeyman uh, category. You should have an expert category or a filmmaker category where people who have won like two awards in the past, well, they get into that category immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, things like that because I think it's not fair for everyone. 
and we can see that and you should actually be able to enter if if it's going to be judged like based upon certain categories like comedy and stuff like that you should be able to enter in those particular category yourself you know decide by yourself which I want category to be I want to be in the uh, audience choice or I want to be in you know what the audience numerous. choice is is open to every uh, submitted film. Yeah, yeah I want to be in best comedy and I want to be in, you know, stuff like that. But the, the, the thing that Adam's film uh, I really hate is that, you know, th- there there are really good fan films, you know, also that TFN that, that yeah. use, yeah, they use Star Wars music and m- no lightsaber fights, but, you know, Adam's film th- don't accept those, you know, why? No. Because of the f- because no, of the Star the, the Wars content. No, a lot of upcoming filmmakers are, are doing great movies. Yeah, and leaving them to uh, TFN, but L- they, sh- they should include that into the fan film award. I I think they, they, they first they would have more quality submissions, and they could have more c- c- categories. You know, like best lightsaber fight, best uh, best dialogue, and you know. Uh, you could have a really it would the fan film world w- w- could be cooler you know yeah but th- th- it's basically that says like you have to be ob- objective and it's not the same kind of fan who will participate into the Atom Films awards fan film awards than the, sa- than the fans who will go to the force.net and just have their fan film posted on the fan film in the fan film section of the force on fanfilms.net because most of the fans will participate into uh, the fan film awards are, I don't know, most likely guys who want to get out there a little bit more than the guys who actually go yeah. on fan film and do it for fun. Yeah. Uh, they probably have... Yeah, the visibility. But TFM yeah. get, get, get oh, a lot of visibility. Yeah, you get a lot of visibility, but you don't have the same kind of visibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big reason for which you don't want to go to Atom Film is because you have to surrender all the rights to your movies to Atom Films yeah. and Lucasfilms that after after putting your movie up there. Which is really sad because I'm sorry, but you know it's like my movie. I'm in there. It's my face. I'm not giving the rights to anyone. But it's you know everything that's Star Star Wars related. You know. Yeah, you go on with your rights and stuff, and let people that give away their rights make money. Yeah. You can when you sell a movie. Yeah. You make money. You lose rights to distribute it, but you made the money. You made the money. That's how it works. How oh well. So. You know, but I think they, they should do a. They should include more. But that's another thing. The, the fan film submitted at TFN. I think the the fans would less are less likely to, you know, give away the their movie like that, you know? Yeah. They want to be credited for it, for, for making it, you know? But uh, that's TFN should do an, uh, a fan film award. Actually, Most definitely. Actually, I've contacted them about uh, TFN fan film and said that if they wanted to do a fan film, they said, yeah, we're interested, but right now, you know, we're, we're not sure uh, about Lucasfilm position on that, position, about on, that, position on that. You know, so we'll probably do one uh, in January or s- or something. You know, we'll we'll check uh, at well TFN. We'll we'll, we'll check with we'll Lucasfilm and everything. Yeah, uh, we'll pick some. We're uh, but 
the film were submitted in 2004, you know? Yeah. And, you know, do some kind of category or something, The you know? Star Wars on Direct Fan Film Fan Choice Awards. And probably the TFN will will join us I- into uh, doing yeah. that. Because they're, they're interested in doing so, but the only thing is how Lucasfilm will react to it. And you know what would be cool? We'll get, like, creative as a sponsor and, like, we'll give away, like, video cards or something like that. Video editing cards. That would be cool. Why don't... Why would you give away video editing cards? What are those? For filmmakers? Oh, wait, you have a Mac. Oh, yeah, it's... it uh, comes out of the box. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, it you take your little like half ball yeah. there and just like but you throw know, it out the window. You know, at, at, or we could do so only something you know uh, for the honor of it. You know, like yeah, no, like, ju- we, like we did today. You know, that's it. Just we, so we people actually know. Prizes, but just so people know, you know, it's you did like really good movies, and of course, it it it. What would be fun to do is actually some people from the outside, you know. If you're not on on fanforce.net, well, on on the force.net as fanfilms.net, mm-hmm. it's okay to actually participate. Just send us your sus- your sus- subscription. But we'll see to that. We'll yeah. we'll do something about this because, you know, there are so Those many fans. Send us some money in the mail. We'll see <laughs> yeah, what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. There, there is so there's so many fans out there that it's like, and so many fan films. It's actually worth doing a fan films fan choice award. So, there you go. On this note, shall we make a move to a break? Yes, and uh, do we have something else? Uh, no, nobody in the chat uh, want to comment about uh, how can we. Uh, oh well, uh, basic. No, I, I basically uh, took like what they said, and I just like rambled it into one big ball when I said my stuff. So okay, yes. add add more division, like have a journeyman and have an expert division, and just make sure that everyone has his very own. Like way of participating into the Phantom Awards, okay. so everyone knows where they are and everyone knows where they stay, and everyone has a good chance of competition. Okay. So we'll talk to Jeff after the break, and Nathan, who has a couple of things to say. That's right. But right okay. now we're going to go to the Foo Fighters and times like these on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
Hi, this is Lisa Stevens, president of the Star Wars Official Fan Club, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. We're joined right now by Jeff Roney from JRD Online Production, I believe? Yes. There you go. He's the man behind Tatooine TV, and right now he's talking to us, uh, recuperating from a very busy weekend, <laughs> because Mr. Rooney was nowhere else to be found than at Tmecon this weekend. Oh, yes. True. So how much did you enjoy your weekend? Uh, it was. I had too much fun to be legal. It was amazing. Um, it was definitely a Star Wars slanted Comic-Con. <laughs> it was just full of Star Wars fans. The the Lucas uh Lucasfilm Pavilion was just huge, massive. I mean the pictures are everywhere on StarWars.com, but I mean just to see it was just amazing. And um it, the Star Wars Breakfast was an amazing event. Um what kind of threw me uh, was how accessible everybody was. Mm-hmm. Um there they weren't well we're you know we're the head of uh, marketing or whatever. They were they're coming over Hi, so glad you could join us. You know, uh, they're really open to suggestions. Steve Sands, he's just a stellar guy. Uh, Mary Franklin was great. Um, I had a chance to talk to Pablo for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is available for interviews, and I'll give you an email later. Um, nice. So you can contact him. And, um, but uh, it was just, it was just so amazing. That fan film award ceremony was, it was awesome. Yeah. See that room full of people, and when they ran the footage at the beginning, it was just—it was—it was like watching a Star Wars film. Just, <laughs> you know. Were there any specific questions you guys had, or actually, actually, actually yes. One, okay. one very quick question before we before we go into the, the the deepest stuff. Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Okay, it's the, it's finally the title revealed. Correct. Were you there when they showed the the, the, the little movie for the, the little movie yeah. for the first time? Yeah. Okay. We want to know, was it like Star Wars Episode Four, Five, Six, One, Two? Yeah. And then it's like it keeps on going, so everyone shuts up. Yeah. And then there's basically the revenge of the Sith, and everybody starts shouting again. Yes. Was it like that? Um, I, it, it was. It was kind of funny. I was like three quarters were yelling. And, and I think they were yelling because they were happy it wasn't some other sappy title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, okay, <laughs> it's better than something else. <laughs> but, but you could kind of feel that there was a quarter of the people that were kind of like, oh, come on. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, no. It's like Return of the Jedi and, and all this kind of stuff. And um, But that's the way I felt, um, that it was better than something else, so let's just go with it. And Steve Sansweet said... George is going to keep it this time. There's no change. So, oh, he, he did say that. Yes. Okay, because you know, I was kind of wondering. I'm like, this morning I read it. I'm like, it smells a lot like Bentapudu. <laughs> Are they pulling up, pu- pulling like this marketing video pirating thing again, like they did with Return of the Jedi? Right. What's going to be the title? You know, they're they're not going to just change a no, word, but, right? But they're there, selling so. shirts on Star Wars Shop, so correct. They, they couldn't. Sell false shirt, you know? They could. They're they're Lucasfilm. They they would go that far. (laughs) He had he had the first shirt on. Um, He came out wearing a baseball shirt that said Sith seventy seven and Vader on the back. 
And after he announced the name, he took off the baseball jersey and he had the Revenge of the Sith shirt on, and the whole place just went crazy. <laughs> so that's where the, the that's where the the T-shirt from your email came from. Okay, right now I get it. Um, yeah, in your email you actually mentioned something that Pablo told you. Yes. About pre pre production for episode seven, eight, and nine. Right. How um, joking! That was one of the main questions I asked for him. I said, "We've heard the rumors about the TV show." Yeah, we've heard the rumors about seven, eight, and nine. Um, actually, I um, talked to somebody whose ex-boyfriend works on the ranch, and she goes, "Yeah, they're going to make seven, eight, nine. So I posed a question to Pablo, and he did not deny work on seven, eight, nine. Um, oh. I, I gave him full opportunity. He says we are in pre, 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 pre-production talks and looking at if this is what the fans want. And he mentioned a lot of different styles of uh, pushing the films out. Uh, TV would yeah. be an option, mm-hmm. maybe in a cartoon format, possibly. Uh, he didn't mention that, but, I mean, that's one. Uh, so, possibly doing it on the Internet. That's uh-huh. one thing he brought up. He said there's a lot of venues that we can um, give content to the fans. So, you know, yeah. you can kind of draw your own conclusions yeah. is that, you know, it may be Apple or something or right. hyperspace or whatever, Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, um, yeah, he definitely did not deny that. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I have to say it. You heard it first on Star Wars on Direct. <laughs> he was probably more talking about the TV show, probably. Possibly. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Rick McCallum was asked uh, at the uh, Spectacular, yeah. um, are you going to make seven, eight, nine? And he said no. But what I got from that is they would not make seven, eight, nine. As they did four, five, six, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. And then That's again, kind of the way I felt. Th- then again, quoting Rick McCollum from Star Wars Celebration Two, second question asked to him by me was basically, did the guys, did the Owens are basically a little cliche to Steven Spielberg, uh, mm-hmm. Encounter of the Third Kind? And he's like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. On the same, on the Sunday of the same convention. Ryan Church goes on and says, "Oh, you know the cameo ones, those tall guys are like a cliche to Steven Spielberg and Carter of the Third Kind." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> I knew it." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not too sure about like what I have to take and leave from Rick McCollum. <laughs> I think this is what I feel is that there is a lot of talks going on behind the scenes in offices. What are we going to do for the fans once three is done? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? You know, so they, they, they're, they're signed up for uh, with Asbro uh, until 2018, so they must they must be planning something else. Correct. You That's know? right. And uh, uh, how was the? Did you see the trivia contest? Uh, the San Diego Star Wars uh, Society? No. 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 Okay. Uh, we we got there a little late. Uh, my wife is a trooper. She went uh, for the first time to any convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, she saw things there that she's never seen uh, anywhere. <laughs> and she was a trooper. And we got there, and that uh, that room was just full to capacity. So, unfortunately, now we didn't go see the uh, trivia. Yeah. What was the highlight of the the weekend for you? You know, um, there were small highlights. Um, I think one was uh, uh, meeting uh, Pablo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just an amazing thing. You know, I mean, you, you, you watch the webcam and, you know, people talk about Pablo, 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 and all those little notes and everything, and mm-hmm. he he's just a cool guy. Nice. Um, it was funny. We were waiting for a cab, and 
you know, Pablo was walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the convention, and, and he just, you know, kind of blends in. And it, was just, it was just really, really, really cool. That's nice. It. I think another um, another really cool thing is Wendy Woody won um, Eight Minutes. Spirit of Fandom Award. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're walking on the exhibit floor, and I saw her with her uh, star from Eight Minutes. And so I just walked up, and we just started talking. And it was just so neat that that there is avenues for people, you know, um, like Brian, like other fans that are doing films, that, that, you know, you can be noticed and there are awards that you can win and one minute you're just struggling and the next minute people know who you are. And mm-hmm. they were shocked. It was funny. It was like the first time somebody really noticed who they were. Mm-hmm. They said, we didn't even know you'd recognize it. Well, yeah. Hey, congratulations, and, uh, you know, I plugged the show for you guys, so. Yeah, how, how was it, uh, the, the plugging and everything? You know, uh. The reaction, let's say. As you know, uh, we, we, we had a little, little snafu there, uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning, but, yeah. uh, I, I wish I had more time, but there were, there were key moments where I was on a cab with a guy, and we were talking, and he was a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and so it just kind of led into that. Um, This kind of goes into a rant, and I'll take a short amount of time as possible. Mm-hmm. The sad thing is, is a movie like Fall of the Saga, which is a good movie mm-hmm. uh, by Earl Newton. Yeah, he can get a room to show his film, and there's no Star Wars fan audio at all at Comic Con. Well, that's sad. You can have the worst fan film be nominated and show a clip on, you know, a big screen. But there's no fan audio. Yeah. I think it's sad, and it's, I think it's sorry, yeah. and I think we all have a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's not recognized as yet. So, do, do you I, think do you think that's an issue that uh, some people at Lucasfilm will rectify before Star Wars Celebration 3? I, I would hope. Uh, I am in talks with somebody to get a panel going, um, and I think that we we as a corporate. Uh, everybody together yeah. involved in fan audio, Star Wars style, should get together and do a panel. At C3? It, it, you know, it, it is a part of the creative process. And it's not video. It's funny, as I was handing out the, the DVDs you guys did, mm-hmm. which were great, by the way. Did you say it? <laughs> and and I, I was explaining that, you know, there's a video and... And and this is some other audio portions, and they go, well, audio portions. What do you mean? And I had to explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing you audio listen and, to, <laughs> and, and all that. So, it, it, I think it's a new genre, and, and um, to a lot of people. But I think that we definitely need to work on it. So everybody that's listening, spread the word. Yes, you know everybody that that's listening to keep up to keep up to what we were doing on the last show. Go to the Star Wars community boards, yep. official boards. Go into the fan activity, and there's this Star Wars fan audio. Post your info here, uh, thread. Just go in there and just like, just yeah. tell us what you think about this about today's show. Tell us what you think about uh, Jeff's production of Tattooing TV because. That that could actually be award winning. Yeah. No, seriously, <laughs> it was award winning. It's funnier. Mo- like all of the stuff you did, like s- even separately, is funnier than most of fan films. Well, um, it, it's funny. Um, no, no matter how bad the film is, it still can be nominated. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. I just kept. It was funny. I was watching the footage of the ones that were nominated. I'm going, well, that's a lot like <laughs> one of mine. <laughs> like one of mine. And I swear I've never seen it before, but it's just um, what, what I was thinking is that the ideas that I've done 
are, are similar to ones that were nominated for awards. And that's when I started getting that. I was going, you know what? We're, we're left out, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Very sad. Yes. Well, uh, we can't thank you enough, Jeff, for uh, doing this for us. No problem. And uh, we will make you some kind of honor, uh, honorary member of yeah. the Star Sound Direct crew. Well, he's actually the first uh, person, the first of our fans to actually report to us from a convention. So, yes. see, see, ladies and gentlemen, like... He's going to get something. He doesn't know what's coming yet, but he's going to get something. This is what I think uh, you guys should do, and I've, I'm sorry to bring it up on the air, but I think you guys should uh, give, uh, you know, probably a smaller version of the DVD or do some audio thing that we as fans of this show can hand out to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's something permanent in somebody's hand that they can actually play um, because I found that that was more successful than a flyer. Okay. So, anyway. Nice. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. No problem. And uh, we uh, hopefully will hear uh, w- one of the last Tatooine TV episodes soon enough. Yes, um, I, my, my uh, line people, my vocal performers, some of them have have been a little procrastinated. So uh, I have to get on the phone and crack the whip. <laughs> and uh, and you have to email me about what you want. <laughs> just, I will definitely do that. Just send the email to part, studio. I got a couple of parts for you, Sebastian. Yeah, I know. Just send the email to studio at Star Wars Direct. I'll, I'll see it. No problem. You guys rock. You guys should be very proud of what you're doing. You guys are doing a good job. Okay. Thanks. And, so so uh, are you. You know. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some uh, new new people trickle in over the next uh, few weeks, and uh, yes. that'll be great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, man. Have a nice evening. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 There you go. What a nice guy. And this very cool music. Yeah. We shall now be calling the one, the only, should we call him, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the butler, the Nathan, the butler. The Big Big Mo, Mo. the nasty butler, or the plug master. The plug master, Nathan Butler, the plug master. That's a visual image I didn't (laughs) need, Kit Fisto. But thank you. Is he there? Hopefully he will be. Nathan? Nathan? Yes. Hi. It's Sebastian from Star Wars Underact. I'm with Rich, and I had to jump from phone to phone. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Do you have some minutes for us? Sure, Sure, sure. Okay, cool. So, you know... Oh, the intro first, you know? The intro, of course. We'll be right back. And in the left corner, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Butler. <laughs> so, what should we rant about today? Uh, what should we rant about today? Well... So um, many choice, right? The subject is the Fan Film Awards. And uh, really, the, there was one thing that just popped up within the last, you know, probably week or so that kind of that kind of got me. I don't really want to make it so much as a, a rant, as sort of a, a point of note for those who are making films afterwards. There's a new film that was out... On, and this is something that I commented on on their boards and everything, but there's a new film out at the Force.net fan films called Jedi in America. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is by the same guy, the same director, who won, I think it was called the Skywalker Sound Award um, for, I don't know if it was Carbonite last year. Okay. So it was a guy who won last year, and between winning last year and 
Um, and then this year, he put out this thing called Jedi in America. It just came out very recently. That's, that he uh, filmed it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that movie, I bet you 30% of the screen time, I'm probably exaggerating, probably more like 20, but a huge chunk of screen time is taken up by him essentially showing off the statue that they won. <laughs> the statue in the background or... It's, it's like, no, sometimes it's in the background, sometimes it's right there in the forefront. At one point, it's even projecting a holographic image of a Jedi talking to the main Jedi character. <laughs> it is everywhere. <laughs> and to me, it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, it's a neat little gimmick, but as many times as it shows up, you know... It's bragging. It, 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 it's like, yeah, we got it, you won. That's great. Thank you for being so incredibly, you know, self-serving. And of course, this is coming from me, so it's probably very hypocritical, but... <laughs> Just like, you know, find some other way to do it, because that just struck me as very, very, uh, not, I'm looking for the wrong word, the opposite of classy, mm-hmm. okay. if, if you want to put it that way. It just Trashy. It, not really trashy, just, it seemed exploitive, almost. Okay. Kind of like a, well, well, if, if you guys are going to get ready to say anything bad about this film, and that film was really marginally incomprehensible anyway, Jedi in America was, um, uh, it was essentially a, well, you can't say anything about us feeling because, well, look, we won this award. And, hey, by the way, just a reminder, if you're having trouble watching this movie or if you didn't like a performance or something like that, look, we won this award. Hey, hey. And they won it for sound. And this is pretty decent. But, you know, that doesn't say anything else about the whole film. It just, that kind of thing, plus the people, you know, there, I've seen people at conventions who will walk around with, like, a list swear to God, a list of the stuff they've done, like, taped underneath their badge. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something to be said, and I just kicked over some of uh, our three-year-old's uh, popcorn, so I get to clean that up later. Uh, it, there's something to be said, I think, for modesty. You know, mm-hmm. if, if something gets brought up, like if we are talking about Star Wars comics and the Tales thing comes up, that's one thing. If um, we're talking about the Lucasfilm approval process and it comes up that's one thing but if i were to like walk into a room walk into you know i don't know a, a walden books or something and which is a bookstore down here in the united states and just say mm-hmm. just say hey by the way guess what i'm an author too or, <laughs> that is not classy and that's that is especially not if you're waving a comic around <laughs> especially not if you're like waving the comic around or, or waving your underwear around or, <laughs> don't wave anything in a bookstore you know uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, it, stuff like that bugs me sometimes because I think that's part of I mean I've always thought that you know fandom is sort of degenerating we're to a point where the, the infighting tends to take over over the good blood you know mm-hmm. and I think Anything that sort of does that whole super ego thing or purposely tries to make it look like there's a difference between some fans who are, you know, higher class or higher end fans versus everybody else, it, it just bugs me a little bit. And that's the, that, that came up right as you guys were picking up the information, I think, about what this show was going to be about with the whole fan film awards. And I thought, oh, that's something they're going to be interested in. As far as the awards themselves, I actually haven't been able to see any of the ones from this year yet since we're, you know, busy getting ready to move and everything, but I'm, I've always been torn, and this is something I've been torn on ever since um, I was on Digital Lama Radio and we talked about the episode where Jim Ward from Lucasfilm said that serious story fan films, like fan fiction films, mm-hmm. were not in the spirit of Star Wars. Yeah. I love the fact that they're giving fan films their due. You know, they're getting awards. At the same time, you know, there's always going to be that segment of the serious 
fan films that are never going to get a chance to get an award. Like, yeah. like the, all the comic book ones, World's Finest, Grace, and Batman Dead End. They're great, but they won't ever be able to be up for any award. Night mm-hmm. Quest, Broken Allegiance, a lot of those serious Star Wars films. Never yeah. going to be able to be yeah. up for an award. And yeah. it's kind of... It's disappointing, yet at the same time, at least the at least the parodies, documentaries, and so forth are getting their dues. So, congratulations to all the winners, definitely. But uh, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for the day when the fan film community, uh, kind of like the fan audio community, gets together and holds awards for themselves. Yeah, we suggested it that we will probably do one in January. So that would be very nice. I would love to yeah. see a chance to see some of yeah. these recognized because there's some great work being done out there. Yeah. And not a lot of recognition, I yeah. guess. We've talked to, to uh, some of the TFN staff. They, they like the idea, but right now it, they're, you know, it's it's a Lucasfilm. They don't know um, how they will react to a, 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 a let's say a TFN fan film award. Well, at one point there was supposed to be a new site popping up by a guy named I think it's Tom Crawford. It goes by Jedi Tag. Okay. It was supposed to be coming up with what was sort of like a Star Wars FanWorks.com for fan films. Mm-hmm. It was going to be, you know, let's list as many as we can, yeah. let's review as many as we can, you know, feature them and all that stuff, but not necessarily do like do like TFN does where they just highlight a few, you mm-hmm. know, that sort of thing, sort of a genre site. Yeah. The Mazaisley Multiplex was like that for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very similar to that to that kind of thing, excuse me, but they were also supposed to have these community community backed awards because many of the TFN fan films folks and a lot of people elsewhere We're really behind the creation of this mega site, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's stopped being worked on, if it's if it's tossed away, if it's just held back for a long time. But it seems like the as the excitement for that wore off, so did the, the community's ability to to yeah. get behind an award. I, would, I hope it does. I, I sincerely hope it does. There are people out there. I mean, Chris handles the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- there's a lot of films out there that really need some recognition. And it, it, the, the, the community already knows they're good. But it's one thing for individuals to come up and say, hey, by the way, you know, your film's great. But it's another for the whole community together to, like, bestow a title, bestow an honor. Mm-hmm. And We could get some sponsors oh. and everything, you know, to have some... Get some sponsors, get somebody yeah. to, like, donate some some figures or something. Yeah. Get, you know, some comic company to donate something. Get, I mean, anything, you yeah. know, as long as, as long as you get a way to, 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 to celebrate it. Even if it's just... A, a, a certificate on a slip of paper. Yeah. You know, it's still something saying, "Good job. We appreciate what you're yeah. doing." And and that's not that's not what we make the films for. But it's always nice to have a pat on the back. You know. Mm-hmm. And if you want to participate in that, just let us know uh, if we go ahead with the the project. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. A, so, uh, have something else to say? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm, we're moving on Friday. Hopefully, by the time the next show comes around, we'll be settled in, <laughs> and it'll be a little less, a uh, little less hairy. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's that it. Wa- watch Jedi in America. See what I mean about that whole flaw. <laughs> we we will. <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, Revenge of the Sith as a title for Star Wars Episode Three? I I like it. I think it's really good. I think it fits. I think it's cool that you know it kind of goes back to that whole idea of. Uh, well, Jedi don't seek revenge, let's mm-hmm. it to return, and then, well, if Sith would, why not slide yeah. that in there as a title? The only thing I don't like is that so many fans predicted it that you know there's going to be some fan out there saying, look, I came with, with the title first, and all that. There's going to be somebody out there saying, you know, I guess this title, therefore, 
you know, I somebody's going to say they were the source of it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. Some lunatic fringe guy is going to say, you know, Revenge of the Sith, I came up with it. Um, Lou Tambone of Star Wars with a Z dot com was even showing me some articles, uh, at least one editorial where I think it was Cinescape asked for people's opinions on what the title should be, and there was Revenge of the Sith right there among them. So it it it's good. I like it. It's a good solid thing. But it's but at the same time, it didn't have the surprise. I mean, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. When you when we first heard those, it was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell's he going with that? But but I mean. It, it looks good. It's nice to see that we got it because now we can finally start to see more more product promotions and yeah. that because they don't have to hide the name anymore. Yes. Well, thanks a lot, Nathan. You're welcome. I'll talk to you guys later. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Here you go. Do you have something uh, some other people want to talk or? Um, well, besides <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, do you really have and something he's back. to say? Yes. yes I came up with the name... For Star Wars Episode 3. <laughs> yes, of course. Y you know, I actually said that name like five years ago, so sorry, but I got it first. I'll kill you in your sleep. Whatever, man. <laughs> I still have the envelope with the proof, man. <laughs> you know, you know, had, you, had someone actually sent the, the, the words Revenge of the Sith to themselves in an envelope to themselves five years ago, today they would be rich. <laughs> Uh, just something we, we missed in the, the missed news was the Jeremy Barlow chat will be happening uh, July 30th on the Galactic Senate on Thibault's website. Oh, okay. He's the, the, uh, he's the author of some comic from Dark Horse and I think he's now the director of Dark, Dark Horse. Here you go. Go to the Galactic Senate. Everything, uh, all the information are there. And go pass by the FanWorks uh, fan audio board as you uh, you're there. Most there definitely. Go. So we have uh, right an open subject. Uh, right yeah. now, well, right now we're looking if we we can't uh, call one of the um, one of the other directors of uh, the okay. Phantom Awards. Okay. One uh, that sadly did not want. Yes, okay. one that sadly did not want anything. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, of course, freedom of speech. <laughs> You know, we just have to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one of our friends uh, just like popped up this very weird question about why is Lucasfilm being so protective of everything Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. Don't you think... I, I want you guys to just like... Everyone that's listening to us right now, I want you guys to think about it all and uh, just like... Ponder upon it and send us an email for for the reason of which you believe Lucasfilm is being so protective of their license and why it's so important that so, some things do get out but some don't and uh, you know why is it there's no blatant open website about the Star Wars holiday special? <laughs> there's else? one. On uh, StarWarsWithTheZ.com, there's a site uh, dedicated to Star Wars. Yeah, but I mean, on StarWarsCom, you know. Okay. It's, uh, uh. So we're gonna try and reach Kyle Goodman, which is sort of right in the chat right now. And remember, folks, this is live radio, so it's always fun to call people on the spot. Hello, Hello Kyle. Yes. Hi, this is Sebastian. You're live on Star Wars on Direct. 
Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and there we go. Um, so you're the director, I believe, wait, you're the writer, director, artist, animator, voice actor, and everything else for Star Spores. That's correct. Are you in biochemistry? <laughs> no, actually, uh, I was uh, riding in the car with my girlfriend and two of her sons, and I was mentioning the contest uh, to her 13-year-old son because I had just started learning Flash not too long ago, mm -hmm. and I'd you know, told the con told him that the contest was open to the age of 13, so he was uh, considering entering. I was like, well, I may go ahead and uh, you know, do something also, um, but I didn't really have any ideas together. And I just kind of thought of, uh, you know, the play on the line, if you strike me down, and came up with the idea of, you know, the cell splitting and reproducing and thought that would be kind of You know, just a short little thing mm -hmm. uh, that would, uh, you know, give me something uh, to enter that I could put together quickly. Because uh, really, the whole thing I put together in about three weeks. Oh. And uh, I mean, the voice work and everything. And I actually I almost didn't get it done because I'd uh, gotten bronchitis, and <laughs> like the night before the deadline, I was doing the voices. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it almost didn't happen, but. Uh, Actually, this is my first film uh, that I've done, so I was really happy that uh, being that nominated. I yeah. So, um, cool. so you know, it was a good experience for me. I, uh, you know, now I've got my feet wet and kind of know what to expect with the contest. So I'm, you know, I'm already planning on stuff to do for next year. Okay. That, that's what that's what that's what my upcoming question was going to be. Are you actually planning on it, on participating in next year's contest? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Actually, I like I said, this is my first uh, Flash film, and uh, normally I do a comic strip. Uh, and back in '99, when Episode One came out, um, I had done a comic strip Star Wars parody called Surf Wars, and mm -hmm. uh, it uses the characters from my regular uh, strip, Surf Rat and Spencer, mm -hmm. and you know basically drops them in the Star Wars universe, and I wanted to use them, but like you guys were talking about earlier with uh, the copyright uh, rules of Adam Films, uh, I didn't necessarily want to do that because I wanted to be able to use my own characters. Mm -hmm. um, but that's you know another Star Wars thing that I've worked on, and eventually I hope to have that animated as well. So. Nice. Uh, how much time? Uh, and you said it. Uh, you spent three weeks to that. Uh, yeah, on uh, on Star Spores, I spent uh, like I said about three weeks on it. Nice. And w we have to ask like, for more specification on how the idea came out. Were you watching Discovery Channel one night, and uh, you just like popped with the Amoeba idea, or did you want it to also like play on the midichlorian side of things? Yeah, kind of. That was. Uh, <laughs> You know, kind of one of the things that I had thought about uh, was the whole explanation of the midichlorians. But uh, it was funny because uh, on the message boards on uh, the Force.net, um, there was talk about, uh, you know, having a big George Lucas statue, you know, uh, that would have, you know, you know, pushed someone into the winning spot this year. And I was thinking, yeah, I, I've had, you know, this... Uh, 
the amoeba's been in George Lucas's beard, that would have you know, <laughs> it for me. So <laughs> nice. Uh, I had a question. I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Sorry. Did, did did your uh, did, did your girlfriend's son also entered the competition? Uh, yes, he uh, he actually spent more time on his film than I did. Um, he entered. Uh, it was uh, Stick Wars uh, or Six Wars, and it was basically a recreation of. Uh, the Tusken Raider battle from uh, episode two, and it, it was really well done. It was his first film as well, but it, unfortunately, it didn't make it uh, as a finalist. But uh, but he worked really hard on. Uh, we're already talking about uh, if he's going to submit something next year as well. So. Yeah, uh, would you change something about uh, Atom's films, their rules or uh, the submission rules, uh, etc.? Uh, I, I'd like to see a more definitive category uh, segment, uh, you know, because when we, when the other directors and I submitted our films, there was only listings for uh, the Animation Award, the uh, Spirit of Fandom, and the George Lucas Selects Awards, mm -hmm. and you know, then you end up having seven categories at the end, and it's. You know, in a way, I understand it because they don't know what kind of submissions they're going to get. But at the same time, it'd be nice to know, you know, what kind of categories they're you looking for, so you kind of have an idea when you're, you know, producing your film, you know, what they're looking for. So, so you know, that part of it would be nice. Um, uh, we'd also talked on the message uh, board and in the chat room earlier about age categories and uh, like. The suggestions you'd had earlier, I thought, were excellent. Uh, as far as having uh, different divisions, different divisions, I, I think that would, you know, accelerate the contest. Uh, you know, because you know they've got more submissions every year, but uh, you know this year that I think they said they had 120 submissions, and I just, you know, I think it would be great for the contest to have, you know, you know more entries and. Mm -hmm. Maybe even more categories uh, for the winners, just uh, you know, just just to you know let the fans yeah. you know, put their films out there. Yeah. Do you think uh, the fan film award should accept uh, fan films like we see on uh, TFN fan films or such? I'm sorry, I didn't catch the first part of what you said. Uh, do you think uh, the, the fan film award should accept? Submission uh, from uh, fan films like we see on TFN fan films. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I know there's a lot of legal ramifications behind why they don't accept, uh, you know, certain films. But at the same time, um, you know, under the rules, we're not supposed to use, you know, copyrighted material. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to use original music, mm -hmm. and It, you know, sometimes it's like the rules fluctuate on that, and so it, you know, if they're going to have the rules, I think it's you know a matter of you know, do they allow you know the original music and original clips or not, and you know, how far can we go with the parody? Because it also says we're not supposed to uh, you know parody 
anything other than Star Wars, but mm-hmm. just about everybody that submitted something has. Yeah. You know, myself included with the Ferris Bueller ending. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you know, we're all guilty of it. Just just, you know, with you know, if we're making films, it's obvious that we're all fans of films, mm-hmm. not just Star Wars, but you know, yeah. any film. And well, any good film. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no, I'd like to, you know, see the contest uh expand. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's grown a lot already. But I just, uh, you know, and the copyright thing is another issue that turns a lot of people away because, you know, they don't want to, you know, give up their rights to, you know, the work that they've created. Yeah. And that was another reason that I almost didn't submit uh, my work this year was, you know, the copyright reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to, you know, put my blood, sweat, and tears into characters that I liked. And then, you know, give them away. So, and I think there's a lot, a lot of talented people that are out there that feel the same way. So I think that's why there's, you know, a lot of films that are showing up on TFN that you'll never see on Adam Film. Most definitely. And well, and again, with the original music scores and things like that. Okay. So. Well, thanks, Kyle. Well, thank you guys. I'm enjoying the show and. Uh, I will definitely stay tuned. Thanks. All right, and good luck for next year. Good, right, lu- good luck to yourself. Good luck to your uh, to the son of your girlfriend, and uh, hopefully, out of 120 uh, participants next year, you'll be in the 20, and you'll you both be in the 20 uh, top 10, top 20. I hope so too. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Talk Have to a you. nice evening. All right. Bye. 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 There you go. So out of 120 people that actually participated in this year's competition, 20 were, like, chosen. List, yeah. 20 were the elite. 20 of them, like, were headshots, man. I have difficulty... Uh, They were good. I have difficulty thinking that Imperial News was the elite. Hey, man, it's the elite. They're elites. <laughs> They're good. Okay. They own them, man. You did want to talk about uh, freedom of speech? No, I think I, I think I've just said like enough about freedom of speech. I think we'll keep it for another show because I, I think we can actually go for an entire show and Nathan okay, yeah. will most probably want to participate in yeah. that issue as well. And you know, it's like people just send us email about this. Why do you think Lucasfilm is being so protective? Of what fans actually are saying about Star Wars, we're br- we're basically their promotional uh, outlet, you know. That well, we're their the, the, the targeted, fan sites yeah, and the fan sites and everything. But most of the fans are actually their targeted audience. So this is something to check on. Uh, we'll try to find a place to uh, talk about that in the upcoming shows because they're pretty booked up. Yeah, until September. <laughs> no, it's okay. We can we can yeah. keep it for a little while. Yeah. But, you know, we want we want to hear what you have to say about this. And if I have to like drag this on for ten shows before we actually do the show on it, I'll do it because it's actually worth having twenty submissions to the uh, mm-hmm. to that question. If I say to you that we don't have a musical break before the community update, are That's you okay. ready? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're going right ahead.
And welcome back to Star Wars Sound Direct to the community update. Well, sadly, there isn't much happening bef- between here and the next show, which is August 8th. Um, so, there's really no point in actually talking about any conventions. Uh, what I will start by saying is that uh, we here at uh, Star Wars Sound Direct, we will be having a nice little supper at Auberge Dragon Rouge in Montreal. So, if any of you are actually interested in joining us, you should in actually... In a medieval ambiance? In a medieval ambiance. 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 You should actually go to... Uh, you, sh- you should send us an email to studio at uh, com and uh, just take part in this supper if you're going to be around. Hopefully the whole crew will be there. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be there, though. You're working? not sure? Might be working? I don't know. I know I'm working tomorrow at 5.30, and that's all I know. My little, my little <laughs> ice cream cone guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know he's just like Jughead, who actually is working at the mall tree without the cheeseburgers and well, the no crown. cheeseburgers and the crown. You don't have the crown. No. Yeah, I have a hat. You have a hat. Okay, I have a hat. We'll, we'll pass All it right. that. A red hat? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, yeah, of course uh, that's it. We're gonna be having uh, this nice, very, very nice little supper on Friday the sixth. Then on Saturday the 7th, we will be going to La Ronde, which is basically a Six Flags amusement parks. And uh, we will... It's not basically, it is. It, it is yeah, a Six it, Flags. It is. It's a Six it's Flags by now. Six Flags, yeah. And uh, after that, we will, uh, on, ter- on uh, Sunday, August the 8th, we'll be having a show, both in the afternoon and in the evening, where in the evening, the show will be about MedStar Med Star 1, Battle Surgeons, Including an interview with Michael Reeves. We just heard that he would uh, be writing in the uh, Nine Book series. No, yes. no. He will be writing. It's Austin and Tredening and another author for the Baron Nine Book. Austin. Yeah, and Tredening for the uh, two of the three authors of the Nine Book series. And Michael Reeves is also writing a book. I oh, it's after the uh, episode three. That's it. Right after the episode three. There you go. So we have, we could have some questions for him, some implant throbbing questions. Oh, he's it's gonna be like hell in his head. We're gonna send him a pack of aspirin before the show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's basically it for the community update. Well, that was short. That was short. So I'm gonna take this opportunity to remember every one of you out there who actually have activities going on into your fan force, into your fan community, in your town, you have a convention, whatever, just send it triple to studio at SWENDirect.com and make sure to include as much information as possible and we'll make sure to just like put it into the uh, the community update. It's gonna be our pleasure to promote your group out there whenever it is. Yep. Yeah. So I guess that's it for the show guys. Yes. You liked it? We, uh, do we have a wanted uh, section? Yes, we're going to do... Even if uh, Comic-Con is over? Comic-Con might Dragon be over, Con. but there's Dragon-Con in Atlanta coming up uh, a bunch of September 4 to 6, yeah. I believe. Yeah, there's fanworks, uh, people going, Nathan, the Room of the Outcasts uh, crew. So there you go. I mean, it's a great reason to actually go and attend. And uh, there's a, a new panel there. And there's going to be a fan audio panel over there. So if you're a man or a woman with good communication skill who's doing the major convention circuit in the U.S., Dragon Con, Gen Con, Comic Con, Wizard World, etc. Send us an email at studio at SWENDirect.com with the title SWD Correspondent in it. And um, we'll be, it will be our pleasure to actually 
make sure that uh, we we do the, the best we do the best we can to get you press passes or stuff like that if we if you tell us like long enough in advance. Yeah. As for uh, a word from the producer, which is me, if you have any uh, segment idea you you would want to do on, on our show, just send us an email at info at swendirect.com uh, with your suggestion. Try to stay below 20 minutes because, you know, we want to keep the show at three hours, not more than that. Tops three hours. Yes. And it's always very tough. That's it. And the other thing, if you have a special Star Wars project, uh, you want us to promote it, or have you uh, do an interview on the show about that project or something, just send an email to studio at swendirect.com and we'll see what we can do to promote uh, your project. And mm. that's about it. Most definitely we will do that. Um, of course, if the computer can start working again. Damn data pad! Those imperial things, they never work. The next show will be, ladies and gentlemen, on August 8, 2004, about MedStar 1 Battle Surgeons, plus an interview with Michael Reeves. It's not to miss. It's to be there in 1,900 hours, as usual. Uh, if you have any comments on the show or that you would and like... if you don't live in the military, that's 7 o'clock Eastern. Yes. I'm sorry. P.M. <laughs> you, you 7 p.m. Eastern. You poor little thing. 7 p.m. Eastern. If you have any comments on the show that you would like to make any suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. Or leave it on, on our topic on Galactic Senate. Or you can do so our on official, uh, our official boards. Yes. If you are also more convenient with doing so in the official Star Wars community boards, please feel free to do so. If you like the show, you, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show, and that way we'll make sure that the fan audio population will keep on growing and growing. And we had some new people today, so that's cool. That's very nice. Thank you very much for Sir Fred and Tree Stokes to have uh, dropped by. And uh, Ender right there, yeah. I've never seen before. Okay. So, hi, Henders. Hi, Abby. Is, I think I've seen he him before. He was there last show. Dean Thorey was there last show as well. So, but... Everyone who's, who's just listening to the show for the first time, please listen to the archives, and I'm sure you'll like it. You'll like them, so come back and see us. And if you have any input on how I should speak, like better, slower, faster, whatever, just let me know about it. Studio for me, losing my accent, you know. <laughs> he, he's getting good, isn't he? No, yeah, s- s- send no. him sending like good emails, like yeah. oh, Lunatic, he's he's speaking okay yeah. in English. <laughs> I'm going to take a second to take, uh, thank our sponsors, Sitland.net, Legends Action Figures, our web hosting company, simple-net.ca, our partners, furryconflict.com, Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict Audio Drama, episode3.net. And no. I heard that maybe we will have the second episode uh, probably November, December of okay. Furry Conflict. Pretty soon. Uh, Episode3.net, Millennium Falcon, TheForce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio. And for all the crew of Star Wars on the Rack, this is Romy Taze, Lunatic, and Brian. Saying so, you know, so I have a, a, a nickname and you, you two have he wants your name. No, no, I said Romy Taze, but he wants okay. to say Brian. Okay. So. Oh. I don't know, it's something. You want me to say Danny? It's, it's for the ladies. So yeah. it's Sebastian Danny. It's for the ladies. Oh, it's the ladies thing. Okay. <laughs> so for the ladies out there, this is Sebastian, Lunit, Danny, Danny, and Brian. 
saying that, you know, chewing gum will actually increase your long-term long and short-term memory. So, just keep that in mind next time you chew gum. This was the word from the host. This was the word from the host. And on this note, I'm saying you, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzirec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Citlan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe, et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Hi everybody, this is Josh from TheForce.net. When you get online, be sure to stop by the number one fan site for Star Wars for your daily dose. Our Star Wars news is updated literally a dozen times a day. We cover everything from the upcoming Episode 3 to the latest video games and collecting news. If it's connected to Star Wars, you'll find it on TFN. Post your thoughts about Star Wars, react to the latest news in the Jedi Council forums, over 10,000 posts a day. Stop by our side of the internet, theforce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars Fan Audio community, and the only Fan Audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Sir, if you'll not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while.